0: So, um, Playboy ad sales executive, certified. Trailer
1: surfer. Hmm.
0: Current UCSB student, maybe.
1: And the man formerly known as Dwight Brody.
0: Townsend Bell. Whoa! <laughs> Was that your one word? It is. It's too early. <laughs> you <just> said whoa? <laughs> you just went whoa! <laughs> We're just confused now. Yeah. Wait, is that your, is that is that your IndyCar
1: thing? I do that on the broadcast. You do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you actually act like it's a real one this time? Put some heart
2: into it? don't want to wake up the neighbors
1: okay and now for dinner with racers presented by continental tire with your hosts Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman
0: play holder radio We're actually, for a change, not hosting in a car. Yeah. We are hosting at a dining table. That's right. In uh, Pasadena, California. We're
1: having dinner with racers,
0: and uh, we are gonna move on with another episode. That's right. So, uh, if you like, uh, you like that IndyCar racing, Ryan? I love that. You IndyCar like that IMSA racing, racing Ryan? Oh, well, big fan. Okay. Well, if you like IndyCar, you like IMSA, you like uh, watching uh, television? I big again, huge fan. Well, if you like IndyCar, if you like IMSA, if you like television, then you've definitely heard of our next guest, Mr. Townsend Bell. Old T Bell. So Townsend Bell uh, lives not too far from where we are now, right. here in uh, Pasadena. He's he's out in uh, out in the fancier parts, the Pacific Palace. Yeah, he has a nice place. He does have a nice place, way nicer than mine. And uh, Townsend, for those who don't know, is uh, a little a little bit of this, a little bit of that, uh, <laughs> lots of what have you. His career probably really blew up several years ago when he won the Indy Lights Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, he went on to become a champ car driver, an indie car driver, drove in multiple Indy 500s, <laughs> eventually moved on to the IMSA ranks, where he then went on to win a TT championship.
1: As we've spoke to several people over the course of this show's existence, Townsend Bell's name's come up a lot yeah. in terms of um, really hard to pass drivers. It's like him and Andy Lally are basically the two biggest pain in the ass drivers yeah. out there, so we were excited to get to sit down with him.
0: Townsend Bell is the Andy Lally of pain in the ass drivers. There you go, there so, you go, that yeah. was well done. And of course, if you uh, don't already know this, uh, Townsend is not only a phenomenal guy behind the wheel, but he is phenomenal on the mic. He is one of the booth commentators yep. for uh, NBC Sports, um, primarily with their IndyCar coverage, but he shows up in the IMSA stuff. He shows up wherever they send him, basically, uh, in addition to a number of other ventures he's involved in. He's got a video production mm-hmm. business. He does mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he is what we call a mover and a shaker. But this wasn't the first time we tried to sit down with them. Isn't that right, Sean? It is not. (laughs) So uh, back in 2018, we were uh, having lunch, waiting to have dinner with uh, old T-Bell. Yeah, a a couple hours to kill. In Santa Monica, California. We had an extended lunch. Mm -hmm. We came back to our car and, uh, well, all of our podcast gear was missing for those of you who've uh, who've been keeping score. So... uh, That mystery episode that we Mm -hmm. did not record that afternoon because our gear was gone was Townsend Bell.
1: Yeah. Now, my favorite thing about this story is that I don't know Townsend that well prior to doing the podcast with him. I just raced against him, seen him around. But when you told him that we got robbed, what did
0: you say? Well, Townsend Bell's next question was, what about the media? Right which shows you how knowledgeable he is on things that involve recording because he was aware our gear was taken. Mm-hmm. He knew we were on a road trip. His primary concern was what about the stuff we'd already recorded for several
1: weeks. Yeah, no. normally we do a good job of keeping that on us or hiding it somewhere so it can't be found. So uh, it was pretty cool to see that a guy like him's first thought was what about the content you already made? And that made me immediately respect him more than I already had. Some of the stories you're gonna hear about with Townsend, uh, scheming harder than we've ever heard before. The guy's got some real stories about how he got started in racing that. Honestly, I respect the hell out of him. Yeah,
0: if, if you think you've heard some scams to get into the paddock, Townsend and bells got you beat.
1: One of those scams includes
0: taking advantage of high school kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we hear a great story about getting run over by a trailer, and it's all your fault.
0: So of course, uh, we need to we need to give big thanks before we keep going on uh, for our driver for uh, our extended road trip that we took. Uh, thank you to Mr. Rene Rast. We need to pull over. I really have to pee. And of course, before we thank our sponsors, we have to thank a, a new partner that we've uh, we've had for uh, 2022. Uh, we're on. Uh, we got a streaming show.
1: That's right. We are now on Motor Trend Plus and Motor Trend's YouTube channel with our show, Dinner with Racers, based on our podcast called Dinner Dinner with Racers. Racers.
0: we got documentaries. we got cartoons. We've got profile pieces. We've got all kinds of stuff. And even if you don't live in the States, you can still watch it now through Motor Trend's YouTube channel. So just go to Google.com. Look up YouTube.com. From there, go to Dinner with Racers. From there, go to Motor Trend. And uh, you you can see all kinds of Dinner with Racers content. Or just purchase their app at Motor Trend Plus.
1: And... Do what you've been doing for all this time. Thanking Continental Tire for us, we have the most supportive fans ever. You guys have bought so many tires, this is why we were able to get a streaming series, and we want to keep it going for you. So uh, let Continental know that you're a big fan of what we're doing, and uh, hit up Acura too, and let them know that you like me having a job.
0: Now, Ryan. Yeah. They uh, they do typically thank Continental Tire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you have to do your part. I have to earn this. You have to earn this. Earn this. Continental Tire Cross Contact LX there's a new tire being released. <laughs> <laughs> Town's a bell. Hey guys, Ryan and Sean here. We
1: uh would really we'd really appreciate it if you could help us out by adding a like or a comments on some of our videos. We know you're watching, but we want to show our fan we want to show our support. We know you're watching, but we want to show our sponsors that they are. We know you're watching, but we want the fa- me. We know you're watching, but we'd really love it if our friends at Continental could see the love and feel the love too. So, we know you're buying tires and we know you're supporting us, but let you but let them know by commenting on the. But let them know by commenting on the Motor Trend channel if you get a chance.
0: Thanks. Meow. Meow. All right, we're gonna
1: start in five, four,
2: three, two. Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's it's. This more, feels like a Formula One debrief.
0: It's more meant <laughs> for uh, restaurants than it is for beautiful palisades homes. Yeah. But.
2: Yeah. Uh, can I adjust my volume? You
0: can. Uh, you are purple if you want to do it yourself or you okay. tell me.
2: Check 1, two, He's doing 1, 2, Yeah. 1, 2. These
0: TV guys come in and think they know everything. Oh, yeah. Is this how this Don't is? think I don't have a reputation With uh, <laughs> my headset's on <laughs> oh, with we're the gonna, producer. We're going to ask questions about that. Yeah. Well, so actually, it's funny you say that. We'll, we'll jump right into something that, so you did, we'll, we'll explain why, but you did something yeah. a few years ago with us that impressed us both. In terms of um, you being a media guy, so do you remember the last time we tried to do this?
2: Vaguely, yeah. I want to say there was a there was a burglary involved. Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. You, you guys, your van got broken into, right? Yeah. Or your something, uh, yeah, yeah some vehicle. Exact, no, yeah. yeah,
0: our uh, we we have a, an RDX today, but the MDX we had back in this was 2018. Right, we were scheduled. We we're going to meet with you in Santa Monica. We uh, we had some time to kill, so we ate at a friend's restaurant. <laughs> And we go back to our car, and the windshield is shattered, and yep. suitcases—the the back glass, yeah, yeah, yeah the back yeah, glass yeah. is completely yeah, yeah, shattered. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, the whole back glass was smashed out of the MBX, wow. and nothing was in it at all. Like our suitcases, our luggage. Because after that, we were going to like we're
0: we were supposed to—it was like within the same couple of days. We're supposed to be you, Craig Breedlove. Yeah. Yeah, a couple other people I don't remember yeah, but
1: we were like heading out like, we, we were had, supposed to meet with him in an hour right yeah. but, but, but I mean after that like the next day or two we were leaving California Yeah. so yeah. luggage would have been really great to have right. for the rest yeah. of the trip yeah. or, or recording equipment yep. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. another, another day in Venice yeah, yeah. But, but the one thing you did that we still talk about regularly was the first thing you, you said to Sean
0: was what about the media like Which you, I was very impressed that that was the first thing The we recordings you had yeah, already laid down. The had right. already done to yeah. do back that where's up. the
2: Where's the memory stick? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, where's the chip? Yeah. yeah,
0: and we do that. We do that, so we were fine. We were yeah. all backed up. Yeah. But it takes somebody who does this kind of work to immediately think about, well, what about the data you already had? Yeah. Because it was probably with the equipment yeah. that got stolen. Right. So I was super impressed that that was your first Well,
2: thing. it's funny you bring that up just because, you know, 10 years ago, I never would have even known what that meant, um, but having done little you know, production projects now th- through my little company um, at the Boat Show or even stuff with Continental. We did the What You Got series uh, back in the day with Major League Soccer. It dawned on, on me that, you know, wow, I'm spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this production and it all comes down to Self-file. some dude with a, a, a yep. chip somewhere. Yep. And that is the absolute kryptonite of that production. 100%. And, um, boy, yeah, we, we think a lot about that now. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: a big thing. And we don't live in the days now of tape. Right. So, like, everything is a memory card that's going to get erased. Yes. So if yeah. you don't back it up twice, yes. you know, you're going to be in problem. So, like, when we do our video stuff, I mean, we'll, we'll finish shooting or doing this kind of thing at 10 or 11 at night. Yep. It's gonna be another four hours. Got to yeah. back it up. Yeah, yeah. Up cards yeah. get back right. it up twice. Yeah. So,
2: uh, it's like the presidential suitcase, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you you're spending all the money. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I was just super impressed. That, that was the first thing you thought. of. So it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. this guy hes, he's, he's not we, just a guy on the air. We've yeah. talked
1: about that many times. Yeah. Like whenever you'll—you'll you'll hand me because like I'll have some of them. Oftentimes, you'll hand I'll me one of the duplicates, and I'll yeah. hide that, and then we also hide one somewhere else. And uh, and we will often say like, "What about the media? Because of because of what you said." Yeah, so you're like, we, we, we
2: just had a big issue. We did the, um, my company does the Miami International Boat Show and the Fort Lauderdale International okay. Boat Show um, as one hour magazine TV projects. And um, Kristen Beat, who is uh, an NBC um, talent for flat track motorcycle racing, mm-hmm. she does supercross stuff as well. Um, so she worked on the show as one of the talent at Miami. And somehow uh, my guys made a mistake, and her audio track. Um, was just wrong. Like, the, her, her, her levels were too high. We only discovered it, like, weeks later when we started the edit, that yeah. all of her audio was, like, dodgy. Yeah. And, you know, you go into this emergency mode, because we have an air date coming up, right, This non-negotiable. We're yeah. racers, right? So we're <laughs> really good yeah. at dealing with time-certain uh, emergencies. But um, luckily, I had her basically lip-sync her yep. audio. Yep. Her, the entire show yeah. of her Oof. audio... Lip sync wow. with an actual broadcast yeah. mic at a supercross race. I said, "Go out to the parking lot, find yourself somewhere." Oh, so you had the ambient and, in the yeah. back. I needed the ambient because yeah, yeah. we tried doing it with her, like mm-hmm. at home in her closet, and, it just and like it's just like not it. the same. No, you're, you're gonna yeah. know. Right? And yeah. uh, so there's there's high stress when you have any any post issues like that. But yeah, when you say
1: your company, you you have a production company. Basically, I do, right? Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people know that.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a. Um, it's kind of my Monday through Friday gig, right? Yeah. You know, when you're a racer, you know, we, we work weekends. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't work during the week, right, as you well know. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're known for working on weekends. And so, um, yeah, like eight eight or nine years ago, I was doing, you know, just TV stuff, uh, whether it was uh, broadcasting on NBC or some of the stuff I used to do with like Tommy Kendall mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Tanner Faust yeah. and that sort of thing, um, as a reluctant co-host, I was always <laughs> like, well, "Why are these guys calling me? <laughs> right, like I'm right. the last guy that wants to be on camera." That's uh, nonsense. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, "Aren't <laughs> you Townsend Bell?" That's, that's not going to fly on this show. I, yeah, I li- kind a yeah. fucking nonsense. We'll, don't we'll, you dare we'll, try and pull that. <laughs> shit? We'll All get right, back there, to. This. No, I, sw- I swear to you guys, right. I I n- in my I read life. I you claim to be shy. Totally shot. And and yeah. the, I never wanted to do this. Like, this TV thing was uh-huh. never an aspiration. I I was I said no, like, three times mm-hmm. when they asked. And then now Notice how he's not holding eye contact <laughs> when he does it. Guys can walk inside and ask my wife. She's the one. She <laughs> yeah. was the TV one. Well, she and was she, an actress, she, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was the one that was finally like, you're an idiot. You Why are you telling asshole? people right. no to do this? Right. Like, hey, you know... Yeah. I spent a career trying to get this. You're kind of mediocre as a driver. And... <laughs> we, we'd like to have a future for our two kids. I gotcha. So, uh, at any rate, um, so,
0: uh. But yeah, there was this like late 2000s era where Tommy and Justin, yeah. everybody had, there was like all these car driving testing shows. Always. And I was and like, like a guest star. Right. That,
2: that would. And, well, but and you're like
0: the LA driver. Yeah. It would make sense, so yeah. So
2: I'd go out and do this and I would watch these productions happen. Um, and, and I find it's a lot like construction. Like I've done some remodel projects, right? Like you, you got your contractor. But he doesn't employ the tile guy full-time or the drywall guy or the electrician or whatever. you got all these subs. If you have good subs, you can generally build a pretty nice house if you know what you're doing and treat people well and and get organized. So I kind of saw production as something very similar. And um, and so I had an idea that, that there was an opportunity to do branded content within live sports broadcasts, meaning that, you know, hey, at halftime during a football game or halftime during a soccer game, there's got to be some other stuff you could do to enter. It, you can't just do all X's and O's. And, and how do we bring brands in? Because nobody's watching commercials anymore. Um, we all go to our phones or go to the bar or, or, you know, go to the kitchen during a commercial. So I was looking for a way, how do you get branded content in a live broadcast? So our very first project actually was with Continental Tire, with what you got, with major league soccer i'd concepted this whole thing pitched them on it originally as an nfl idea they said well what about soccer and i'm like why soccer they're like well the we're the efficient it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh so right. that's how we got our and, start and, we,
0: and that was the thing where a bunch of soccer players all like did hot laps in a lamborghini yeah. and whoever got the fastest one lamborghini yeah, for even year limbo. sean johnson was yeah the there leader. you go yeah, yeah.
2: sean yeah. was the winner of my first uh first season um in fact it's it's kind of hilarious the guy that finished second who was also a goalkeeper for um Chivas, the LA Chivas team, uh, Dan Kennedy. Uh, he's gone on and retired. He had a great career in the MLS, but he's now in the real estate, syndicated real estate investing. And I do a lot of business okay. with him now, too. Yeah. So, Look at that. Um, anyways, it's been a, been a fun world. Uh, the thing with production is very nonlinear. You know, out, you, you never know where the next project's going to come from. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's just sporadic. I mean, we shot a Lexus commercial right in this backyard. We were the very first production in LA uh, when COVID hit because mm. the entire L.A. Film permit office had yeah, shut yeah. down. Yeah. I right. got the mayor's office to give me special permission to shoot a Lexus did. commercial uh, on the grass. Yeah. Yeah, shy right Townsend Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Got, <laughs> the, so, got the mayor's office. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you seem to come into this with a lot of preconceptions about, I, about me, Sean. I yeah. want to learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> 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 learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> told me I'm lying already. Yeah. I'm backing him up on that. i Because
1: I've never thought of you as shy at all. When I read that a quote from you saying it in an interview you did years ago, I was like, Wait. Because you don't come across as shy at all, you seem very direct and very happy to share an opinion or or thought.
2: Well, that means I've made a lot of progress. Okay, uh, but candidly, left left to my own devices, you know, on a if it was just me on an off day and the birds are chirping, you could find me, you know, sitting inside reading a magazine by myself or going out on a kayak by myself. By I okay. mean, I am ha- I am I don't know if I'm I'm happiest, but I am most um, comfortable.
0: I would label that as introverted more than shy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I yeah.
2: suppose. Yeah. Although um the the reality is if I was ever gonna race a car in my life, shyness was was death. Yeah, right, yeah, for right? sure. And so I was forced uh I was forced down a path by the strength of my desire okay. that right. outweighed my fear. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, so, so I, I think it's a good segue. So you, your production company, so what is the name of the production company? Short Shoot. But Short spelled S-H-O-O-T. S-H-O-O-T. Oh, that sense? yeah. That, that, that a good one. plan. Some plan kind of words, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah like my that. dating life. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> That's Shaft. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Someone just got um, Shafted. <laughs> uh, but um, what it sounds like to me is if by your kind of model that it's all subs, that means your number one responsibility is to sell. Which yes. seems like that is, like, if there's one, beyond being a good driver, yeah. if there's one particular strength that you seem to have had in your career, it's the ability to sell. I would I would agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that, that separated me from the pack, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that is where I think your career begins, is the fact that you've always known how to sell. Because yeah. you did not, you grew up in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Not far from me. And
2: uh, as far as I can tell, you didn't necessarily come from money. I didn't have a disadvantaged background, right? There was always food on the table. True. Um... And uh uh did fun things. Uh as a as a kid, um my dad took me to the Indy five hundred when I was eleven years old. Uh life changing experience. Mm-hmm. My dad had a deal with me and my two brothers. When each of us turned ten, I was eleven but ten ish. Uh we could go anywhere in the United States with dad for a weekend. Dad worked a lot, didn't see him a whole lot. Yeah. What did he do? Uh business consultant. Okay. Yeah. And um and so, my older brother wanted to go to Manhattan. Yeah. My younger brother, uh, Schaefer, wanted to go to... My older brother's Anderson, younger brother Schaefer. We all have family last names, okay. first names. And younger brother Schaefer wanted to go to Alaska. So, they did sort of plane, trains, yeah. you know, yeah. boats kind of th- adventure. Um, and I wanted to go to the Indy 500. And so, that was 1986. And where did that come from? Because um, your dad wasn't a race guy. He, he, he liked racing, but okay. he wasn't a racing guy. Sure. Okay. You know, he... he had a motorcycle that he rode on. He was in airplanes. He mm-hmm. liked flying little little airplanes. Still does. And um, I don't know. It's early '80s, and you know, I grew up on an amazing television diet of The A Team. Yeah. Um, chips. Air, Airwolf. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Airwolf. Yeah. There was a motorcycle one, Street Hawk. <laughs> oh, I don't even know about that one. Okay. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Yep. Got Kit and Michael. So there's a theme I mean, in all yeah, of these. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean, the vehicles. fall guy. Right. If you think about early 80s yeah. TV, there was some totally badass television yeah. that was all real stunts. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. like yeah. zero special effects. all some yeah. sort of vehicle, too. Always a, a vehicle. Motorcycle. It's a motorcycle. It's a helicopter, helicopter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a
0: van. Yeah.
2: And I was given an interview a few years ago about uh, the Indy 500 and, and, and that moment when I was 11 years old going to Indy, uh, which, by the way, it rained uh, on race day and back then they didn't run it on Monday. They ran it the following weekend. Oh. So oh. we flew all the way back to San Francisco and my dad, bless him, flew us all that's the way cool. back the well, following yeah. weekend because yeah. well, he had that's to work. Nice. Yeah. That's a good and <laughs> <laughs> we went back to see it again. He
1: could have been like, ah, we'll go next year. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and Bobby Ray Hall won and um, it was pretty awesome. But I realized that that month oh I know what it was it was an Indy 500 interview a few years ago I got to fly with uh, I got to fly with the Air Force in an F-16 cool. which yeah. was like bucket list item I'm sure, yeah. and um, finally got to do that which was killer thanks to Connor Daly and the US Air USA Force FM? and so I was telling somebody about that experience and They said, well, how long have you wanted to do this? I said, ever since I was a kid. They're like, well, do you remember the moment you want to do this? I said, well, I grew up in San Francisco, and we had the Naval Fleet Week, and so the Blue Angels would fly over the San Francisco Bay, and I just thought that was incredible. And I said, and of course, Top Gun. (laughs) And I said that, and then after the interview, I went and looked. Do you know what the release date was for Top Gun? now may of 1986 okay the exact same month i went to the indy 500 yeah Yeah. and it sounds kind of cheesy but the reality is that if i wasn't a racing driver i might have been a fighter pilot because those that that month in my life was (laughs) so incredibly influential in terms of of uh building the dream in my head in terms of what i was interested in. for sure yeah by the way the f-16 experience was totally miserable like As a passenger, just yeah. too much. Awesome, but totally overwhelming yeah, and right. super unpleasant. Now, spending, <laughs> is that because? <laughs> is that because you, you were sick, or are you spending
0: the whole time trying to be the tough guy? Like you're so busy not being sick. I was.
2: I was sick. I was trying to protect my ego. I was absolutely terrified. I was. You know. Right. I just just to you know i'm
1: not a good passenger what what's worse on the neck an f1 car or an f16 so the
2: f16 has zero neck because it's all vertical okay so right? uh-huh. everything yeah, there's like just no like, lateral g right right, it's right. just all vertical yeah. G. so it's all about blood, like blood rushing out of your head yeah, you got the yep, g suit yep. on and the whole thing yeah and um and coupled with the fact that when i and actually this going back to being a good salesman this was a bit of a sales job right for me to get that opportunity sure, yeah you um, obviously you're going to pitch it on NBC Sports and do the whole, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a so, so good recruiting um, tool. get <laughs> sign up at <laughs> yeah, So my original <laughs> idea is I, I, I pitched the agency. I said, let's fly. Here's what we should do. Promote the Air Force around the Indy 500. Let's fly a lap of Indianapolis in the sky and break the track record in an F-16. That's an awesome idea. And the agency would be like, that's awesome. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I show up at this Air Force base. and. I do a whole day of training, PowerPoint presentations that are horribly outdated on ejection (laughs) and all of this kind of thing. So first day is like all this training. And uh, second day is, you know, uh, reality. You're going to go fly this thing. And um, so we go and uh, I I meet with the pilots in the morning. and, And I forget the guy's name. One guy was Toro. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, the call sign and yeah, the, yeah. he was like the new guy that I was flying with and the established Sweet. guy <laughs> and anyways, it wasn't the Thunderbirds. I thought it was going to see, you okay, know, fly sure, Thunderbirds sure. And, and the air force is like, well, that's kind of like synchronized swimming. They were very dismissive. Like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Thunderbirds, <laughs> you know. they're like, you're going to go with the Viper demonstration team. I'm like, what's that? They're like, oh, that's where we send one F-16, the very latest specification. Mm-hmm. Thunderbirds are in like an older F-16 the latest specification to an air show and this guy does this one pilot who's sort of our rogue gnarly pilot yeah. in the Air Force he does he's like the maverick yep. he does the most extreme maneuvers the F-16s capable like of his sole objective is to black you out to- oh yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. so yeah. I'm like alright guys here's what we're gonna do this lap of the sky two and a half mile oval we're gonna try to break the track record and they're just like they're looking at me like you guys are looking at me like no <laughs> that's lame <laughs> but like, Dude, that's like, that's the lamest thing ever they're like, no, we talked about it. We don't want to do that. Uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, they're like, I'm like, what are we going to do? They're like, well, normally we, we have a demonstration ride that we give to, to guests, but uh, we're just going to do dogfighting. We're going to take on a full-blown dogfight. Connor's going to be in the other F-16. You're in this one. And so, they're just passengers. Total passengers. Yeah. yeah. No, Connor got the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so have you guys had Connor on? Not yet. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah, he, not hopefully yet. he's on your list. Oh, yeah. because yeah, yeah. yeah. that guy that guy's lived... Uh, Many, many lives. Yeah. Yep. Many lives for sure. Um, anyway, so we, we, uh, we go to take off and, you know, Connor goes first. It's, I think he's, he's called Viper One. I'm in Viper Two. It's totally like out of Top Gun. Like yeah. every one of my childhood fantasies is coming true right now. Yeah, right, now. right. And, um, we're in Columbia, South Carolina, Shaw Air Force oh, Base. Cool. Yeah. By the way, I done a deal with Lamborghini as well, and showed up in a uh, Aventador SVJ as this whole content mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. You just gave them a reason to black you out. There. <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah, oh, like, like, is asshole, asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the door. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is like a, yeah. 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 What?
0: What were you? Were you was there? A, was there any leather how, on you? How skinny with the the no jeans? leather? Yeah.
2: No, just no. A, just a thong. Yeah. Just a thong. <laughs> yeah. No chaps. Yeah. So uh, the takeoff was the, the actual super badass part yeah, that, like the, that I love yeah. because, you know, he starts rolling. He's like, all right, here comes full power. And I'm like, okay, kind of throws you back. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, this kind of serious. Yeah. He goes, here comes the afterburner. So he throws that on, and now it's like pinned back in yeah, the seat. Yeah. You take off in like four seconds, gear up, and he levels at about 50 feet. Yeah. And we are just mocking. Um, and he goes, it'll get to the end of the runway. It's like a 10,000-foot runway. We're doing 500 miles an hour <laughs> at the end of the runway, 50 <laughs> feet off the deck, and he goes, "All right, here comes the G's." And you're like, "Oh, geez," and and all of a sudden, "Oh, geez, here comes the G's." All of a sudden, both legs go, you know, like the G oh, suit, the yeah, 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 because yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. constrict, yeah. and and it's just like, "Do you know that's coming?" I don't know what that feels <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, so you're right. like, uh, "Yeah, right." So it's yeah. like you know, full like cuff, like mm-hmm. you're getting your blood pressure, but on both legs, right? And it just goes, <laughs> yeah, and and then you know, split second later, you just completely Connor <laughs> describes it as melting into the seat that's what yeah, it is you yeah. are totally submissive yeah. I've never been tased but I think that's what happened right, to me right. and then for the next 10 minutes I'm just being tased like I <laughs> I have no idea I have no idea which <laughs> right. way's up I can't right. see forward You're like right. I don't like this <laughs> I got <Yeah>. monitors <laughs> in front of me yeah. and so after about I don't know 8 minutes 10 minutes and we got to like 8.9 or 9.0 g's Yeah and the other thing I didn't appreciate is the airframe Vi- uh, shake so violently! Really? I thought the airplane's good for 20 G's, but yeah. I'm only good for 9. Yeah, right. No, the airplane's like 11. It's, <laughs> it's coming apart <laughs> at 10. See, that would bother yeah. me more than anything. Yeah, yeah, right, you yeah. feel this yeah. thing just going, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Like yeah. shaking oh. and shuddering oh, no. like right, right. I had no idea. Yeah, Yeah. So, all of a sudden we go straight and level in the middle of this dogfight you know we're with Connor Viper 2s mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. i'm just like when is this over i'm sweating <laughs> I don't care anymore yeah. you, they, by the way strap two barf bags one to each leg Yeah. the two yeah. bagger they call it when nice. you're the rookie yeah <laughs> and i'm definitely on my way to puking and and all of a sudden we're like level and it's just like it's quiet and i can see my pilot's kind of looking around and and then here comes Viper 2 yeah, and I look over and I see that pilot's kind of got his head down, and and he's got like a book. Uh huh. And then I'm kind of craning to see around the monitors in front of me, and I notice my pilot's got his head down in a book. Yeah, huh. not a book, owner's manual. Oh, good. Yeah. Well yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and my guy comes on and says, "Hey, we've just had a uh, serious failure of the main generator." I'm like, For hydraulics okay. or something? Elec- electrical. Oh wow, hundred percent fly-by-wire airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "So I'll I'll be back with you in a second. <laughs> You, you chill. Hold on. There's I like I do the full like Mav like yeah. mask yeah. release yeah. and I'm just like Yeah. I got sweat pouring <laughs> out. But I am so relieved That's that we I have, have some kind of an emergency because what we were doing was, <laughs> was the way better. worst thing I'd ever experienced. I'm like, I'll take it. I yeah. was so You're happy. like, oh, bummer. <laughs> I was really into that. Yeah, I really thought that was great. Anyway, so I realized that both of these pilots are, you know, they've never dealt with yes, this. They're, they're troubleshooting. going to the section, section of the manual that yeah. deals with main generator failure. And um, he, so he comes on after a couple of minutes. He goes, all right, here's the deal. We've lost the main generator. It's a pretty serious situation. We're flying back to the base. Um, He goes, I have to start what's called the emergency power unit, the EPU, Um, and uh, I need you to flip a few switches, right? From where you're (laughs) sitting. You're a part of this. So all of a sudden, the day before, which was old 80s PowerPoint presentations, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really paid that much attention in school. This is one of these moments where I'm like, oh, geez, like, okay, what did they say about ejection and all of that? And so I'm reaching down. I'm flipping switches that he's telling me to flip for my oxygen and this and that. Put this in emergency mode. Grab the yellow switch and go here. And you still prefer this over the G-loading? 100%. <laughs> okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. All right. And, uh, well, you know, there is there is an ejection thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, anyways, uh, we get the EPU fired. And by the way, uh, like all of a sudden the whole Canopy cockpit starts smells like bleach or something. I'm like, Gee, I go, what, what is that smell? He goes, do you have your mask on? I'm like, no. He goes, put your mask on. <laughs> so the emergency <laughs> power unit, um, come to find out, is not powered by jet A fuel. It's powered by this highly toxic, um, highly dense fuel called hydrazine. Okay. And so I've been breathing this <laughs> yeah, for like 30 like, this seconds because I have my great. mask off. <laughs> And he's like, oh, put your mask on. Yeah. So we come down. We, uh, we're we being escorted down by Viper 2. Connor's there with like, his iPhone. Like, oh, Townsend's yeah. going to die. This is gnarly. I'm going to get some big time views. Yeah, so much clout. Yeah. And I forget the name of the young lady that was the uh, field producer from NBC that I brought down for this feature. Apparently, she's in tears on the ground because she can hear all the radio. thing. it's And she just killed you. And so we're, we're coming down. nice. But this is an opening scene at Top Gun, right? Maverick and Cougar, yeah, right? Yeah, right. This is yeah. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the full experience. So they're bringing me down, and we are probably 200 feet off the runway, and all of a sudden, all of my screens go dark. Nice. Nice. And I know airplanes well enough to know that, okay— this is all. This is a joystick. Uh-huh. This is fly by. This is fly by wire. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, Rudder. You know, it's like yeah. everything is electrical. Yeah. And if the screen just went dark and I looked, it was a moment of truth. Now I wish I'm back doing the G stuff. Right. Because I, right. I look between my legs at the yellow handle and I know if I pull, he's he, got to go He punches. <laughs> if he pulls, I punch. Yeah. We're punching yeah. together. Yeah. And all I can think of is at the PowerPoint presentation, they're like F16s have 100 survival rate. There's been 30 ejections or whatever. It's uh-huh. been. But you usually break your legs because, like your your, <laughs> your, like, your your kneecaps hit the, yeah. Dis- yeah. the right. dash. Yeah, yeah. And, hit something. Sure. And, and so I'm like, oh, man, I really don't want to break my legs yeah. today. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden the screens come back on. We land. And it's full hazmat team, fire trucks, okay. the full rescue. I on thought the this deal. might be going towards it, and they were just f-ing with me the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, 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 it was, it was legitimate, it was 100% yeah. legit. And uh, wow. And so I asked my pilot afterwards. I'm like, I'm like, does, does stuff like this happen a lot. He's like, he's like, well, we have, you know, these things do have some issues. He goes, but I've been, I got like 2,000 hours in an F-16. He goes, this is the most serious issue I've <laughs> ever had. Just dumb luck. Wow. wow. But yeah. uh, gnarly. Anyways, you guys want to talk about racing though? That was my no, story. No, no, we story. don't. No, we That's don't. Like <laughs> yeah. you clearly haven't listened to enough of these. But going back to the Top Gun thing, it was incredible, and and yeah, we're still in
0: 1986 by the way. <laughs> yeah, in this <laughs> yeah. story, and but I just yeah. saw the
2: preview that finally, after a year you're and a right. half or two years yeah, of delays, yeah, yeah. that yeah. the new one, Maverick, is yeah. I think May 27th. I yeah. saw yeah. as the premiere date. Yeah, day. yeah so it should so be out by now. If you're I might have to this. skip yeah. my Indy 500 broadcast and. Sorry, I'm going to be at the theater for free for you. day. Yeah. yeah I got, I you guys would be fine. Yeah. ratings would go through the roof. We'll we'd it. all be screwed.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, everybody would be fired immediately, yeah. but it would be really, really well watched. <laughs> I think we'd go in with the attitude this
0: is going to be our only time. This is it. We so have let's to, make yeah, a yeah, mark. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's get canceled.
0: Today. Anyway. So, all right. So, 19. So, it was just, you just grew up and uh, like in all these TV shows. So, the Indy 500 seemed like the perfect fit. Yeah. Of I mean, the thing to do. Biggest
2: race in the world. And, uh, you know, I went out there. Um, Lasting impressions of, of that experience were uh, probably four things. Um, the balloons. Yeah. The beer cans. Yep. So, um, when well, you go up in San Francisco where people throw things away. Yeah, George, yeah, Georgetown Road. I mean, so we sat in the main grandstand, kind of near start finish. Yeah. Um, and uh, and by the way, I, I seem to recall, like, for my dad to buy a ticket back then was something like $800 in 1986. Yeah, right. Like in the newspaper from a scalper. Like yeah. that ticket was big time. It was like a Super Bowl ticket. Yeah. yeah, Um It's not, you know, it's still a lot of people there today, and it's in demand, but, it, not, yeah, like, but it not like not like was 1986, back then. five hundred yeah. dollars. Well, and now it yeah. makes sense why you went back after the rain delay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. like, no, the, the a flight car. was yeah. probably ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, it was a really big deal. Yeah. Um. So I remember the beer cans. I remember the balloons. Um. I remember the just hair-raising sensation of the 33 cars coming down for the start. I mean, that to me was hero stuff. I was just like, oh my God, that's awesome. It was like the the air show at Fleet Week. It's yeah, like right. Blue Angels. That's another you know? thing that's, yeah, sensory overload. Um, so yeah. I thought that was incredible. And the fourth thing I remember is that you know one of my favorite TV shows at the time was Night Rider, and I was standing at a urinal uh, in ga- I think I was in Gasoline Island or in the Grandstand or something, and um and on my peripheral Here it comes. is yes. this yes. large yes. guy yes. in a black leather jacket, yes. black yeah, right. jeans, who's yep. six foot four. Yep. Right. And uh Was he was he unbuttoned a little bit? A little little bit of a I puff? didn't, I, didn't, it, yeah, puff, yeah, I wasn't puff. looking that closely. Okay. Yeah. Um but it was it was Michael Knight. Wow. And wow. Uh, I was just like, oh my God, this, I'm in heaven. I'm yeah. at the Indy 500 and Night Rider. The Hoff. Yeah. And, and this is in yeah. its prime, right? right? The yeah, show is, is like Hoff. hot. Yeah. Prime yeah. Hoff. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he was there. He was associated with Ari Leindyke's car, as I recall. It was okay. a black and gold. I don't know if it was a player's car. It was Veal. Pravimi uh, uh, Veal. And somehow he was a celebrity, you know, sure. owner or, <laughs> or VIP at the race. <laughs> right, and, right. Uh, anyways, that was my that was that was one of my lasting memories. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, Pretty cool. So, so a list celebrity and the Indy Five Hundred. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you're a fan of the show. Of course, you're going to be blown away yeah. by that. Yeah. So
2: yeah. Anyways, it, you know, before drifting, there was all those TV shows in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and they all drifted before they even knew what right. that was. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, so that was the cocktail that led to me certainly being fascinated with the idea of being a racing driver. Right. But if you didn't grow up in a family
0: of racers at 11 years old in the 80s there is no internet to say like okay here's the IKF or here's some karting that you totally. can go to so like you're 11 you've just you're you're hooked the bug has been bit but there's no easy way for you to go out and figure out
2: racing especially living in the city of San Francisco Yeah exactly yeah. Okay. the closest thing I had was a big wheel. Yeah. Right yeah yeah, yeah. And I was pretty pretty good on my big wheel yeah. but um so when I was 12 years old uh I moved we moved my family moved to San Luis Obispo okay. Central Coast which is
0: about Four hours south of San Francisco. Yeah. A couple yeah, hours yeah, north halfway of Halfway right between now. L.A. and San yeah, Francisco. Exactly. That's kind of how I look at it. Um,
2: kind of near Monterey. That's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Um, so uh, Santa Maria, which is 30 minutes yep. to the south San Luis Obispo, had a go-kart go track. Kart track. Yep. Yeah. It's the that's nicest the,
0: kart track in California, I think. Really? I believe. Because well, it's not from a like facility standpoint. Yeah. As a track. Yeah. Just lots of corners. It's, it's just a, hmm. it's a driver's track.
2: <laughs> so... Um, Basically, my dad announced one day, hey, um, I'm going to take you down to this go-kart track to try it out. Uh, and, you know, we had Malibu Grand Prix growing up, uh, yeah. which was, you know, was kind of K K-1 course. of its day. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, right. it was like a yeah. golf
0: course with, like, these little sh- carts Yeah, right they, had, they
2: yeah. had a putting, like a, what do you call that? Yeah, it was uh, a mini-golf course. Mini-golf. And, and they had little bumper buggies. Like yeah, the they had little boats. bumper buggies. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then
0: when you were old enough, which I don't know if 11, you... Could be, but I couldn't like drive the, the big car. No, big car, they had like wings and slicks and suspension. They were, they, had a, had they, they were kind of an hour, hour. Yeah, and my right. dad would take me in the two seater. Oh, really? Yeah, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. But you couldn't go by yourself until you Which were. Which like, crazy because like kids probably have no idea what any of this is. Yeah, was like
1: K one. I was just thinking about this. Like we
2: have to explain what Malibu Grand Prix is because it's not a thing anymore. Yeah, an outdoor track. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, if I'm not mistaken, Tommy Kendall was sponsored by them. He I came was, across yeah, some on photo Nissan. recently yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. where Tommy was sponsored by And it was an outdoor track. So yeah. imagine an outdoor go-kart track yeah. with two different classes yep. of yeah. cars, one for, like, kids and one for adults. So that was kind of where I got my racing. And, uh, and, you know, for what it's worth, I was pretty decent as a kid, you know. and a Malibu um, kart. in a Malibu Grand Depending Prix. If you, got like the green one. if you got the
1: red one, you weren't as good, but the green one, you were pretty good. Yeah. Which is
2: which is kind of ridiculous to say because how many <laughs> times do you hear somebody say, oh, my kid's really good at K1 yeah. speed or something? Yeah, that immediately you write them off
1: yeah but you so were really good i was really good. okay <laughs> uh
2: so my dad uh, uh said we were gonna you know go down to san maria and try out karting um and so i started racing at you know age 12 uh in at the Santa maria karting association smka um it's kind of funny at, at uh i remember one weekend uh, it was kind of a bigger race, maybe it was an IKF regional race or something. Um, I ended up in a in a battle with the son of John from Chips. Huh. So I okay. had I had the, yeah. I had the the Hoff moment, yeah. and then I had the son from Chips in a go kart yeah. race. Yeah. Um, John Baker was his character's Baker, name, yeah, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, so I did a little bit of go karting, but I was a soccer player uh, in, in, in school. I wasn't a diehard racer. I got in the cart. I was pretty good, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't my main thing. Mm -hmm. It was just something I did. Because it's not what you wanted to do
0: or just, there was just no family. It just wasn't
2: a a focus. And, Mm -hmm. and I, I was probably more focused on playing soccer at that time. Mm -hmm. And so, I I mean, I might've done 10 races there, eight races or something like that.
0: And you didn't, like, do the, the circuit in no, Southern California? Like, no. It was all just one track.
2: No, at the club level. Yeah, you right, know, right, There right, might have right, been yeah. six kids in a race, five Shirts kids yeah, in a race, yeah, yeah. whatever. My dad's tuning on the thing. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. but you're not
0: part of this whole... Because yeah. you're a couple of years younger than the big crop of kids that came totally. out, of, like Joey and yes. whatnot. Like, they yeah, were all Joey, just a little bit exactly younger. So. so,
2: I'm in eighth grade. This is, like, I, I've probably been doing it for a, a year. Like I said, a handful of races. And uh, I played soccer and baseball. And... um uh, we also had some ATVs that we went to Pismo Beach with, Honda Odysseys. So we had this trailer that had uh, three of those Odysseys on it and a, and a Yamaha big wheel on the back. is yes. a fat tire motorcycle yeah. for the dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad still commuted back and forth to San Francisco to work from San Luis Obispo. Uh, and so um, he left on Sunday night and said to me when he left, hey, when you can, I want you to load the Odysseys on the trailer so we can go next weekend. I'm like 12, maybe 13, eighth grade. Um, so Monday night went around. I didn't do it. Tuesday night, I'm thinking, okay, my dad's coming home Thursday. I better get this done. Um, and I have baseball tryouts that night. And uh, so my friend Justin Demko is over at the house. Um, and I said, hey, before we go to baseball, I got to do this real quick. So uh, this was a six sixteen foot flatbed trailer okay. with a wood contraption we'd built on top to load three Odysseys sideways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. purpose. So we so it was kind of a long yeah. drive up. But
1: basically, that's like the the equivalent of the weight of three four wheelers. Y- yeah. Y- yeah, yeah, those Just things are give, probably yeah. five hundred pounds right, each, something right. like that. Yeah,
2: and um, plus the trailer. So we had these wooden ramps too that were homemade. So and the wooden ra- Wooden wooden ramps are chalking the wheels. We live on a on a bit of a hill. So they're chalking the wheels of the trailer and we have a we have an F three fifty uh in front of the trailer. The trailer sucked up too, I thought. So I pulled the the ramps out because we had those as like extra safety chocks. put the ramps up. Little did I know that my older brother had taken without permission the truck, I don't think he had his driver's license at the time, <laughs> and hadn't hooked it back up to the trailer. So when I came down the, to do all of this, I just glanced. I just assumed yeah, it's hooked, it's hooked up like it always it. is. Yeah, 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 it's like back right in position. He right. just never lowered the trailer right. back onto the ball. So I pulled the ramps out, um, get the ramp set up, drive the Odyssey. And again, the trailer's like this. Drive the Odyssey sideways up. You know, you kind of had to, like kind of goose it a little yeah, bit, there's yeah, a bit yeah. of a send yeah. to get yeah. up there, yeah. like Rum, Rum. Yeah. And kind of a <laughs> and, and then come and then you gotta jump on the brakes and <laughs> boom and land. Yeah. So I'm in the Odyssey d- done this, you know, a bunch of times. Right. And all of a sudden, oh my God, there's an earthquake.
1: Right, right. Something's happening. Yeah. Like yeah. this
2: incredibly loud noise and shudder as the trailer starts gaining momentum down the hill backwards. Yeah. And you're sitting on top of it. And I'm in an in Odyssey, an Odyssey yeah. on top of the trailer
1: Probably not belted in or anything.
2: I might have been. Okay. Uh, I'd actually probably probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. Right. No, yeah. I'm definitely not. not. Just that I like think about it. Yeah. And the noise, of course, is the post. Yeah. Right. That the trailer yeah. post yeah. just grinding the, the asphalt. Yeah. And this thing's building speed <laughs> in our neighborhood downhill. Yeah. And by the way, at the end of the hill is uh, a boulevard and then a canyon <laughs> off the other side. <laughs> And then there's a snake pit. Yeah. So so, oh, so I lava. I kinda jump out of the Odyssey and I'm on the trailer and, and it's building speed, it's making this horrendous noise. Mm-hmm. And my friend Justin is like on the sidewalk, you know, eyes as big as saucer's. Yeah. And I just remember looking at him like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And he just he's, I just I'll never forget. He's like, dude. You know, <laughs> bail! Bail! <laughs> and so, without thinking clearly, I jump down to this lower level on the back and, and kind of go to run off the back of the trailer, not the side thinking so in front of the momentum, it basically it's off over. the back but it's That's going backwards it's coming at, yeah, it's so coming at me right yeah. Run, yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. and it yeah. is just flintstone feet yeah you know yeah. all of a sudden when my feet hit the pavement i'm going twice as fast as my head thought i was yeah, going so to yeah. run yeah. Yep. yep i got all the adrenaline going but there's no amount of adrenaline can make up for no that way. speed shortage yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so i just eat it yeah and you know, basically look back for a split second, curl up in the ball in a fetal position, and this trailer just mows me over. Oh, God. And uh, so I wake up in the middle of the street. Um, and. The first thing was like, oh, my pinky. God, I, I cut my pinky. Right. And then I look back and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the trailers now hit this. I don't know why it's all Honda products on the show. It's a Honda Civic. Hey, sale. I'm we, all in on we're this. We're going to get yeah, plenty of yeah, Lexus that's mentions. That's why I know if you later. were, well, we'll bleep those. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, I look back, the The car has hit, the, the trailers hit the Civic. The Odyssey's on the roof of the Civic. And my pinky's bleeding. And I'm thinking, my dad is going to kill me. Yeah, he yeah. is going to be so right, pissed. Right. And then all of a sudden, the wave of pain yeah, from the all the other stuff yeah. came over. I had a fractured <laughs> skull. I had a broken foot. Yeah. I had torn ligaments in my knee. I had, uh, oh, this is our food getting delivered. Nice. We are not in a yeah. restaurant, by the way. Yeah. Stand by. at Standby. Nice. So, yeah, I realized the extent of my injuries. but well, I didn't really know, but I'm in, all of a sudden in tons of pain. And um, so I ended up in a wheelchair. Uh, for about three or four weeks with yeah. with issues with a knee, surgery on my foot. You're lucky to be alive, dude. Totally like, lucky I to mean, be alive. Yeah, that thing and, moves the wrong way. If you have a cracked yeah. skull, like good God. So um, basically, I, go-karting was over at that point. Everything was over, you know, so I, all sports were done. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't make the baseball team right. Did you make the tryout? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was in the hospital for about a week. And um, uh, so then... Um, my parents split up when I was 16 and, and at that point it was when I thought, you know, I always thought I was pretty good in a go-kart. Um, I'd like to maybe pursue that a little Mm -hmm. bit, but now my parents are split up. There's no money. Yeah. Right. There's no anything. And, um, so I convinced the local go-kart shop, uh, to basically sponsor me. Um, I think I had to pay for tires and like entry fees or something. Right, based on what? Exactly, like zero credential. Other right. than he remembered when I would that drive on the local races, right, like right, oh right, that guy's right. pretty good for right. no experience. For sure, because a sixteen
0: year old um, coming in and be like, no, I'm gonna be good. Like, yeah. that's not a thing. You should see so, me you know, Malibu. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did
2: like I did like three or four races, including the IKF National at Adams. Oh um in a in a, <laughs> in a chassis that was built in Thailand that this guy was importing so that's okay. so how I got a free chassis. What w- year was this? I was uh, 16 would have been. Oh okay, way um, before cuz
0: I did a nationals at Adams but that yeah. was a decade later. Anyways,
2: oh, okay. it was I was horribly uncompetitive and uh, um as I recall, like, I couldn't even afford the tires and the fuel thing, Right, and I was playing but soccer. But you still and... sold them, based on Lily uh, yeah no Yeah, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's yeah. this, the,
0: the theme, yeah. I mean, it's not like we know each other well, but the theme I've always seen with you is you can sell, whether it's video production, sponsorships, or whatever. <laughs> sell so, me this pen. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sell me this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No bucks, no Buck Rogers, right? That's right. There you go. So, anyways, that didn't last very long, three months. And now I graduate high school, thought, okay, well. I guess I'm supposed to go to college. That's what you're supposed to do. And uh, so I went to UCSB. Yep. That is UC Santa Barbara. Became the captain of the water ski team. Because I'm like, wait a second. The state In of the Cali- late 80s? This is early 90s. Early 90s water skiing had to be a thing. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like, okay, the uh, state of California is going to buy a brand new ski Nautique and I can... Being charge of this program, and I've got government plates. Remember in California, we had the exempt E diamond oh, plate. Right. Yeah, so I had a ski nautique with a trailer with an exempt diamond plate with oh, a yeah. quadraphonic blow punk and a subwoofer. This guy's uh, on it. So it was pretty fun. That was a good did good have, era. I,
0: I need to know about early nineties skiing. Well, also,
1: like, uh, did this help with the shyness?
2: Um, the alcohol helped with the shyness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was plenty of that on the water ski team. Um, so anyways three years of UCSB I'm in my junior year and uh, they're like hey we've got you know on campus recruiting week for your job opportunities coming out of UCSB and what were you going to school for? Uh, business economics okay which means nothing no I understand that but like like, (laughs) forget the degree I got the degree supply demand is about a 15 second you know uh, lesson yeah. and and, and figure it out. Kid. Then the rest of it is just <laughs> yeah. complicated vocabulary. So
0: you, junior year isn't until you figure out racing. So what? Junior. Year, but um, what, what was the like? Were you just going to be a business consultant like that? Or oh, was I had there, no idea. You're just do. figuring it
2: out. Um, in fact, that was the realization. Like, oh my god, uh, you're about to graduate. I'm, I'm at this on-campus recruiting event, and the only, the only like very obvious opportunity was Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> I mean, because right. we've all rented yeah. from Enterprise. Yeah. 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 And you walk in, and there's a young college grad yeah. in a suit and Absolutely. tie on. And, and I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, this, this is, is your future. This yeah. is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. 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 And um, so I was probably reading Track in my, you know, little shared one bedroom college thing and uh, one of those magazines. And I just happened across a Skip Barber ad. Um, and, you know, Skip Barber, as you guys know, did such a great job back then laying out the ladder. It was like, you go to racing school, you race in our school series, you do the Barber Dodge Pro Series, then you go to Indy Lights, then you go to IndyCar. And I looked at that and I'm like, okay. Um, I always thought I was a really good driver. I have zero credentials to back that up. Never really, never really focused on karting or achieved anything in karting, um, but whatever, in my head, I think I could actually do. And I watch races and be like, oh, I think I could actually be all right at that. <laughs> I've seen it yeah. on TV. I've seen it on TV, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah and uh, <laughs> so I went to Skip Barber in um, in I think it was October or, no, or November of 1996. It was three. It was about twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. I put it on my credit card. Um, I was working two part time jobs at the time. I was putting myself through school, by the way. And so it was a big deal. Like when you're that age and living yeah. hand to mouth, yeah. and, and twenty five hundred bucks, car bill, yeah, big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the possibility of crash damage liability. Yep. So I went to Skip Barber, and uh, uh, you know, first thing was like classroom session, chalk talk for an hour, and then it was go downstairs, and we're going to show you how to strap into a Formula Dodge race car. And um, we hadn't even started up the car yet. And in that moment of just getting in the car, putting on the seat belts, hands on the wheel—I mm-hmm. mean, I—I—I I, uh, I just decided there and then. Not only this is what I'm gonna do. I can't believe I haven't didn't do this sooner. I'm yeah. 21 years old. Yeah, i
0: was about to say like this isn't. Maybe I'm talking myself into age here, but this <laughs> isn't that long ago. No, and uh, at 21, which. Starting a racing career at 21 now seems impossible. Yeah. so With like a handful of go-kart races in a regional I think
2: it was four years and nine months later, um, I was signing a contract to race an IndyCar. Right. So it was an incredibly short process. And when I decided I I was going to do this, I was going to stop at nothing to make it happen. And so my life went from... You know, pretty casual college student broadband lifestyle to right. one thing, this is totally focused. Yeah. Right. But um, at the right
0: age that you can focus that energy and keep which, it. Which, by the
2: way, at that age and in my situation, that meant, you know, 50 hours a week on the phone. Right. right. Yeah. right. yeah. Hustling.
0: Yeah. It's not a thing now, but like you said, there was this ladder system. So the next step, if you enjoyed, if you're of the right age and had the funds, you go into the big national series that would then take you to Indy Lights or Atlantics, called the Barber Dodge Pro Series, which was a Skip Barber prepared series, theoretically all identical cars. Um, in-house, the, the one-stop, in-house stop one-stop, one-stop shop. In-house, one-stop shop. You just show up and drive. You don't have to sign with a team. You are bringing a check to Skip Barber. You are living off of credit cards and hand to out schoolwork. How? Uh, I don't see how sponsorships to run do- Barber Dodge are a thing, but I'm guessing this is how you get there.
2: It is by any means necessary. Right. Right. At this point. Sure. So I did the three-day racing school, um, you know, did, did did fine. Not that there's a scorecard. Sure. Um, seemed like, okay. I'm guessing did, there is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I left, and it's like, okay, what do I need to do to race in the school series? Well, you right. need, I think it was $3,000 a weekend. For Barber Dodge? No, that's for the for Formula the, Dodge series. Oh, so so it's like, the like step School below. cars. Yeah, school cars. Yeah. Street tires. tires. Yeah, yeah. School cars. Five race weekends was the Western Championship. So it's fifteen grand. So I did what I think anybody would do, which is, okay, I don't have any money, uh, but I really, really want to do this. So I just started asking lots of questions. Like, well, how do people, you know, pay for this? Right, right. And, you know, the, the reality is most people pay for it because if you're a kid— You've parents pay got for a it. Source of money, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right. got a source yeah. of money. Yeah. Or if you're an older gentleman racing like that, you've already gone you're out hustled yeah. and you've and earned it. Some other. You've yeah. done what John Bennett did, for instance. Right. You know. But yeah. I love John Bennett's story, which or Carl Russo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of like racing, tried it out, didn't have any money, went and ticked right. ass in business, that, and that's right. really right. how I tell everybody to get involved now. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think I should do? I'm like, yeah. go make millions, and then get to decide what you want to do. So for me, luckily, one of the instructors whispered in my ear, "Hey." Uh, by the way, I know you're. I know you're like trying to figure out how to raise some money. If um, a lot of people don't realize, if you bring a corner worker to Skip Barber for a uh, school race weekend, we will give you a $100 credit per worker per day. Huh? Because the local SCCA volunteers weren't willing to come do the school races because it wasn't a real. So you just mm-hmm. need to find 150 of them. I just needed to find. 11. 11 turns at Laguna Seca. I got 11 people. It's 3300 bucks for the weekend. That covers 100% of my entry fee. So now the mission is, okay, I just got to find... But you're in college. I'm in college. I'm All thinking, right. this is great. I'll call some guys on the water yeah, ski yeah, yeah. team yeah. or whatever and invite them out. <laughs> Which is a thing at the time. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So I start making... I get, I get about two or three calls into my friends, and it's clear to me that nobody... In Santa Barbara, shares Townsend's passion <laughs> for pursuing <laughs> well, his racing and like, opportunity.
0: Laguna is still from Santa
2: Barbara. It's still three or four hours. It's like, like a four-hour drive, yeah, and it's right. on a weekend. Like, yeah. dude, uh, yeah, we're in Santa Barbara <laughs> right. on a weekend. Yeah, right. like, we and aren't our, leaving.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we have access to a boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But instead, you're gonna stand
2: in a corner, not right. Drive, right. Yeah. and watch slow race cars go around. So that was a fail. <laughs> okay. Um, I tried calling the local like Seca. You know, volunteer organizer person. You know, pleading,
3: mm-hmm.
2: pleading uh, financial hardship, and and was denied there. Um, so I'm like, shoot, I gotta find, I gotta find some corner. I think even yeah. my mom was like, oh, honey, I've got like, you know, an event <laughs> with my friends <laughs> that week. So, <laughs> you're dumb, ass, right? Let me call you back. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So on a whim, I'm like, okay, I gotta get more creative here. I'm like, well, who wants to? That's not for one weekend, not the whole championship. I just need to get. a Stop. I'm just trying to get one race. Yeah, one yeah. yeah. race. Yeah, forget about the champion. He's got a little taste, and he's got to get the van. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on a whim, I call Carmel Valley High School, which is just <laughs> over the hill. And uh, they go, they go Carmel Valley High School, this is Jenny. And I'm like, oh, hey, Jenny. Uh, do you guys have an auto shop? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And, I, and she goes, uh Mr., Mr. Jones an auto shop? I'm like, can you connect me? She's like, absolutely. <laughs> No screening. Yeah. So, what was this about? <laughs> so, guy answered the phone, Jones Auto Shop. You know, I said, hey, Mr. Jones, uh, my name's Townsend Bell. I race at uh, Skip Barber. I haven't even raced yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yet. I uh, run the Skip Barber School. I yeah. race at Skip Barber uh, at Laguna Seca, racetrack just now. Oh, yeah, I know Laguna Seca. I said, yeah, we're reaching out to some of the local area high schools because we've- uh, We've just, <laughs> we've, just, uh, we've just announced a new internship program for local area high school students, and we're reaching out to uh, local auto shop uh, classes, wondering if you might have some students that want to participate. He's like, oh. He's like, I've never, never heard of that. I said, well, it's a new program we just announced. We just instituted it today. <laughs> An hour ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, uh, As I talk. And I said, I don't know if you'd be interested in having any students participate, but there's three parts to the program. We, we teach them uh, a little bit about uh, vehicle preparation. We teach them a little bit about vehicle dynamics. They don't get to drive, but we we talk to them about vehicle dynamics and what it takes to, uh, you know, operate a racing car at speed, friction circle, all that. He's like, okay, and I said, but really the highlight of our program is our race officiating segment, and this is an opportunity for your students will actually get to officiate a real auto race. Did you see Wolf on Wall Street? I did. Okay, just making yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen. I've He's seen. Like, catch, catch yeah, if you I was can. Like, I'm looking uh, at it. it. Yeah. So. Um, uh, all of this was true by the way. So I got the mechanics to do like a little vehicle prep sure, talk sure. with the students. I you know, I paid for their lunch, got them a t-shirt, all of that. And I knew as a former high school student that leaving school on Friday, even if it meant doing oh, something yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah. Sunday was like I'm in. Yeah, yeah. So luck of the luck of the draw, luck of the Irish whatever it is, teachers like Mr. Jones like this is incredible. I'm like, really? He's like, I've never heard of such He's a like, thing. You're I like, didn't I'd rather pay have, you. I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, he goes, he goes, give me your name and number. Let me talk to the students. So, you know, I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs and I'm thinking, hey, God, if I got two, you know, maybe I can piece the rest of it together. So he calls me back like at four o'clock that same afternoon. He goes, uh, yes, yeah, is so and so auto shop, Mr. Jones. I said, great. He goes, you got a pen? I'm like, uh, yeah. He goes, he started listing off the names. Here's Timmy, Sally, Bobby, you know, Chad. Here's their phone numbers. So I showed up my first Skip Barber race weekend. I turn up with, I think it was seven, I didn't get 11, like seven local high school students, corner workers. And, um, and if any of them are listening today, thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. Um, but you know what? I did everything I said I was going to do for them. Um, so it wasn't bull. Uh, it might have been creative at the time. But desperation leads to tremendous creativity sometimes. We'll use this as
0: our entree. To it, we 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 have a theme. Yeah, this yeah. is where we wanted to get to. So we have a theme that we've learned with almost all people when they get into racing. Now you're going to disagree with the term we use, but follow our logic. Successful pros, I would say. Successful yeah, pros. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Everyone starts on a lie or a con, 100% of the time. Mm. And so this would sound like your big one. Now you're not going to agree with us calling it a con because you fulfilled it wasn't your obligation. Was a lie or a con?
2: But it was Who started one though. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> i'll go to the grave fighting you on that (laughs) (laughs) now there was a guy skip barber at the time who had been caught robbing convenience stores to come up with his money right you ever hear the story no No, but that's that goes
0: beyond con that's that's actually like (laughs) a felony yeah Yeah.
2: no full-on felony yeah so this guy at gunpoint was holding up like 7-elevens and and gas stations Uh, i don't know his name but you know how they caught him he's wearing a driver's seat or something Every single every, every single every <laughs> single victim reported that he had a mask on, but all I remember <laughs> is it said Sparko. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, multiple people <laughs> yes. were reporting Sparco, yes. and they traced it back. The like the cops didn't bandit. realize that's a <laughs> like, huh. that's a fireproof. Head it's sock. only in Sonoma, yeah, Monterey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, wow. When when you are triggered. Triggered for something that you have no control over, frankly, which is the strength of your desire. I tell young drivers this all the time. I had no control over that. And by the way, super important for parents out there, you don't have any control over that. If there's one thing I've learned as a parent is that desire is something that cannot be taught, bought, but but parents, we we try all the time, right, to find okay to inspire my kids or you know, they're going to find what they're going to find. And in my case, I found racing. Right. So, and
0: I mean, this, this is not. A, this is more of a of a bigger picture thing. But I'm not hearing any safety net in this process. Safety net. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Zero. When it comes to your kids, would you believe in safety nets?
2: I don't. Interesting. Even as a I dad. Don't, no. No, I, I'm not a big. Uh, in fact, I, I advocate to parents because uh, I get a lot of calls from from families that are like, "Hey, I, I heard you like are good at raising sponsorship." And I'm like, well, I, I was back when I had to. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. when my back was yeah. against um, right. And um, uh, but, and, I, and so I ask, I ask parents all the time, so tell me about your situation with your kid. Or I ask the kids to tell me, well, you know, I'm going to, going to school and pursuing racing. And I always ask, why are you going to school? Or I ask the parents, why is your kid going to school? And they say, well, so you've got a backup plan. And I said, well, you realize that where you're trying to get to, whether that's IndyCar, Formula One, IMSA NASCAR I said that is in my experience akin to climbing a vertical wall with the wind blowing at 30 miles an hour and people trying to kick your hands off anywhere you can hold on to (laughs) and you're gonna and, and when you tell me that your kids going to college simultaneously all that says is that you are loading on your son or daughter's back like a fifty pound backpack to climb that vertical wall with all why would you why would you compromise the purity of focus to take on the seemingly impossible task of, of, of succeeding in racing, winning at the highest level, making it with additional burden? I said, College is gonna be there forever. Yeah. In my case, I still joke to my wife and kids like I didn't stop. I paused. Right, right. You know, like I'm a junior at UCSB. <coughs> I can go get you my transcripts out of my file cabinet right now. <laughs> right, I've even right, right. called the university to confirm this. With one, <laughs> one with a one-sheeter, one one I can re-enroll. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what? There's probably not a whole lot different in the curriculum at UCSB. Lovely school. Yeah. By the way, a whole lot harder to get in now, I've yeah. discovered as yeah. a parent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, probably not a whole lot's changed. And, and that education's there if I want to go finish and get it. So yeah. I'm a big believer that if you're if you're pursuing anything, um, with a passion, a backup plan is, is a huge, uh, uh, negative in terms of, um, it's, extra weight. Yeah. 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 it's just extra weight. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need it. I'll also say this for any parents or young people that are debating this situation. Yeah. I was a business major it meant virtually nothing at UCSB as an undergrad, right? It's not a practical education. It's all theoretical and all of that. But I was interested in business as a student. Like if I had to pick something, not, not that unusual business. Um, the, I'm 46 now. So the 25 years that I've been in the racing business has been, I think, one of the best business educations that anybody could ever have because it's racing but it is at the intersection of, of seemingly every industry yeah, in the world, whether absolutely. it's crypto or automotive or <laughs> yep. or or software or energy drinks or I mean you just think about yeah. tobacco, whatever it is, the number of industries that, that we learn about and and have to because of the nature of the way that auto racing sponsorship works in that it is not an essential. Right? No business has to be in auto racing. You to, described to my whole business, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and because of that, that means as racers or people that work in the industry, in order to um, successfully secure deals and sponsorship deals, um, and and sell what we have to offer, we have to be like a chameleon to understand what they need, how their business works. So, so we have a much more intimate understanding of any company involved in the sport than anybody in traditional advertising. You know, my counterparts at NBC that sell ad sales, they don't, it's just, they're just Uh, trying to sell a spot.
0: uh, This is all I have to offer you. Right. Exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a pause on what you say only in the sense that like that's coming from somebody who sells successfully. Like you can be a chameleon because you've actually managed to make it work. Right. I, don't yeah, know I was the, saying you were saying we, I was yeah, like, 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 well, like there, dude, you're there's a small, not a lot of, of people sport, sport, that, are, but you have yeah. made it work for you, and that's yeah. why because you, you, I believe are one of the few that actually understand this. But, um, well, that's why
2: it was such a great business education. Sure. In order to succeed at selling, right, I had to I had to really understand how these businesses work. Right, because what I'm selling is not a sticker on a car. What I'm selling is some deal that I've put together with the company that's being celebrated right. on the race car. What? Like the, the 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 it's like a. You it's just like a it, yeah, yeah. Uh, a celebration, uh, uh, like a party. Yeah, the, right. the deal is celebrated on the car. Let's have a party, and yeah, it's on the car. What's actually making it happen is a thing behind, behind a, a whole back end deal right, that's right. very complicated and and turned out to be a great education for me.
0: So, where did the idea? Just because I like, we'll use it your your very first race as, as an example. Is where did the idea to come to call a high school? It sounds like it came from a bunch of other failures.
2: Um, I didn't like. Pounding my head against the wall, meaning making phone calls like, okay, if I called if I called two friends and they're right. like, dude, this is lame, I'm not going to keep calling friends. Yeah, right. okay. like, yeah, pick that, up that, and quickly. that's where I'm going. You know,
0: so, I, I, so the initial plan was I'm going to get 11 of my friends to come. After two calls, are like, okay, that ain't working. Right, yeah. Mom's not coming. Right.
2: So, okay, yeah. so I was thinking to myself, where am I going to find somebody available on a friday saturday sunday well ultimately if, if adults aren't willing to do it or college students yeah. i'm like okay let's go younger let's right. get kids yeah. and i'm yeah. thinking well i was a high school student once Loved ferris bueller's day off you know friday oh fr- friday was the key it was yeah, like right. oh yeah i get to leave school on friday to go to the racetrack yep, and i don't have to do english yeah. or these other classes but i like auto shop and i don't know somehow i just was like oh maybe yeah. there's an angle there right now yeah. you
0: say you're shy how hard is that phone call to make um because I know for me that would be the biggest reason to not do yeah. it. Yeah, it wouldn't be the, it would great, be the idea. Great, phone great call. question. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
2: one of the things I, I didn't mention to you guys is that uh, when you think about it, I'm 21. I'm paying for my tuition at UCSB yeah. and yep. for living.
0: Right, and a 2,500 credit card bill. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. right.
2: Yeah. So I had three jobs at the time. Right. I sold shoes at a specialty running shoe store. you were okay. in sales. Yeah. Okay. I was in sales. Okay. Um. I sold, yeah, I sold uh, software over the phone to bicycle retailers. Kind of a totally obscure job. <laughs> was but the, who, like ha- a, who hasn't? <laughs> right. Wait, was this
0: like a college newspaper ad where they're just looking for college kids and you took it? No,
2: it was, it was, uh, it was in the Santa Barbara newspaper, and it was like software sales work four hours a day. Oh, so exactly you what know, I just said. <laughs> I guess. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, but it's okay. Listening, <laughs> you know, talking is what I get paid for. I right. don't get yeah. paid to listen. No, um, yeah. So so answering an ad like that, yeah. also the same thing is like, okay, I could go work at McDonald's and make eight bucks an hour, but I can't support myself on that. I need yeah. to make 30, 40, 50 right. bucks yeah, an hour. The only that's way to do that when you're 19, 20, 21 years old is to sell it's something. something. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's commission. Yeah, right. It's a commission. So, and the, and the third job I had, which was the worst job of my life, was telemarketing. From 5 to 9 on weeknights to raise money for the Sheriff's Association and the Santa Barbara County Firemen's Association. Okay. Like Bank. just donations. 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 You're calling people at dinner time for donations for the Sheriff's Association. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they right. just and just got and, home from work. And, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know where the leads came from? Tickets.
0: The white pages. You're probably too young to even remember the white You're pages. The white the white page, page, we had so. the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah, the yellow
2: pages was businesses. The yeah. white pages was just the directory of by uh, last name. Yeah. So oh, if yeah. it was just a yeah. plain old So all forward. you did was call people yeah. with the last sleep. name Aaron. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And it was just a phone number. You didn't yeah. know anything else about them. And yeah. that's where that's how I started. And yeah. that sucked. Yeah. And that was humiliating. Yeah. Uh, and that was done with an alias. As distinctive as my name was. What was it? Dwight Brody.
0: <laughs> 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 the fact it came that quick means yeah, it's real. yeah yeah it's real yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. dwight brody dwight brody. <laughs> brody all
2: right that's your new name yeah mr brody yeah um, DB. and mm. but what that did for me um and in high school i had another telemarketing job selling golf clubs from 6 to 10 a.m but always sales telemarketing because kind of i stuff. wanted it i was like listen if i'm going to do my four hours I could I could stand at a fryer flipping right. burgers where I can do this. And I was this like, has you know your, what? It,
0: the way you seem to work is the upward mobility. Is just I, I
2: just, yeah. It's like, if I'm going to do my four hours, I'd rather make 50 It's got to matter. I mean, you yeah. don't have that kind of
1: time. Right. You right. Know, not to be able to cover the, the yeah. overhead you're going yeah, to, yeah. to Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's how I put myself through college. So I was, uh, at the time, it felt like that horrible curse. Like, oh, my God, I'm, like, the only kid at the school that's, like, putting his, you know, Mm -hmm. paying for his college. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is at parties. I'm, like, occasionally water skiing on weekends, but I'm working, like, I don't know, I was probably working 40, 45 hours a week. On top of going to school. Barely. I barely went to school.
0: (laughs) But in telemarketing, which is just. uh, It's a crime. Yeah. yeah, It's just rejection after rejection after rejection. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So now I'm at an intersection where my desire is super high. And the only thing standing between me and that race car mm-hmm. is that phone call. <laughs> you do it no all day. Yeah, all day. All day. all day. So yeah, this is his go. mill.
0: Yeah, right. exactly. Telemarketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your yeah. mill wasn't from family. It was you still selling telemarketing. Yeah. telemarketing yeah, 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 yeah. Raising like this was, you're like, I can't do this yeah. my whole life. Yeah. So this yeah. is where I want to be. I don't want yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: So I was, a, I was a grinder from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, felt like a total curse at the time until I started racing. And then all of a sudden I realized that the greatest blessing was that I had been through the school of hard knocks. Yeah. And I was, I mean, listen, like anybody, I would still get sweaty palms, sweaty armpits, mm-hmm. and, and hate to have to make these calls. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the pull of the reward was so strong that I was willing to do it. Right, right, yeah.
0: right. But I hated it. But you'd also been rejected so much selling you didn't care about totally, yeah. Right, yeah. what's, yeah. what's one more for one yes. you do care about? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, so okay. So we know how you fund your first race. Yes. By, right. By the, not conning, but conning uh, <laughs> a bunch of high school kids to coming out for a weekend. I'm. Uh, we don't need to hear every detail of every race. Yeah. But but I, like I'm more curious about the junior level stuff in terms yeah. of how. Yeah. You, because to me that's hard. Like this is not a true statement, but in my head it's harder. To sell somebody on a hundred thousand dollar Barber Dodge deal than a million dollar IndyCar Car thing because there's bar- no return. Yeah, there's yeah. just a zero yeah. any value. Yeah, and yeah. so how do you sell? Somebody so on
2: this? it's a good question. So here's what the path looks like, and I, I describe. I, I use the analogy of climbing the sheer face wall, mm-hmm. right? Um, and 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 it, it starts out pretty steep, right? Twelve thousand dollars. I got no money. I got to yeah. figure out how to raise twelve grand. Yeah. Uh, well, the next step's Barber Dodge Pro Series. You know what that season cost? It was like 100 grand or something right? 250. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's just like it's just before you know it you're yeah. you're backwards yeah, like yeah. hanging right. off the oh, wall. Like oh, we're Yeah. we are saying
1: 250 we're like oh man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, now you'd it, be it, like thank god it's yeah. only 250. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But again so, like parents aren't helping you with this. So it's yeah. it's no, it's $12,000. It's 250 for Barber Dodge mm-hmm. and then it's 500 to a million for Indy Lights yeah, right, depending right. on your deal. Yeah. And that that's that's the path. But at least at Barber Dodge Pro you had you had some coverage. You know what I mean? Like all on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Prize money. Yeah, yeah. Um, little hospitality area yeah. that they would bring out yeah, and all so something right that. that you can yeah. actually see as a return. Uh, so to make a long story short, I, uh, I I did what I did in the beginning, which is I just kept asking questions. Yeah. And I cold called. Of the Barber Dodge people?
0: Anybody. Yeah. Uh,
2: anybody that I knew mm-hmm. that had had some success raising money yeah, for okay. racing, I wanted to talk to. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the guys I cold called was um, Brian Herta. Mm. Um, didn't know him. Had I, I have no, I, I'm not in this business at all. I'm yeah. just a kid that wants like, to go racing, yeah, you're two and I'm years like in most years, right. Yeah. You know, so Brian Herda had gone through the Skip Barber system, yep. Indy mm-hmm. Lights champion, car yeah. yeah, driver. Point, he's
0: now one of the big dogs. in He in is. Yeah. The I mean, it's yeah, Brian yeah. Herda.
2: He's driving for Ray Hall. He's the yeah. fastest guy on the road course. He's the yeah. king of Laguna Seca at yeah, the right, time. Yeah, he's right, on pole all the time. he's driving the Shell car. And, and so but,
0: Shy Townsend Bell called, in like, big cart indie. superstars. in yeah. quotation fingers.
2: Yeah. 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 No, no. Shy Townsend Bell called Brian Herta's parents, who I found. <laughs> from the White Pages? From the White Pages. yes. I think I called his <laughs> mom. <okay>. That is, <laughs> kids, okay. don't do this yeah. now. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Although Bill Riley's phone number. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so you called Brian Hurt his mom. mom in? I think
2: she was in Valencia. And not not with an agenda. Home. Yeah, not with an agenda. <laughs> yeah, Colton's grandma. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: not with an agenda. Just like you want to talk to a kid to get some advice for you.
2: I just wanted to talk to Brian, and 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 sure, I admired his racing achievements, but I wanted to understand how did you do this? Yeah, right. You know, right. How, how did you do this? Because I consider myself shy. I would never do that. Yeah, um, and I and I just asked anybody. Um, the but and and uh and brian's become a good friend um he didn't have very good advice you know it turned out he you know he worked with his dad and they, yeah, they yeah. did it together mm-hmm. and the whole thing right. and 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 brian also won you know brian right. did a ton of karting yeah he won yeah like uh a lot of guys he was have. like the colton Hurta <laughs> of the time <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Of open wheel racing. yeah. <laughs> but that's you know joseph newgarden some yeah. of these guys it was just yeah. winning 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. boom 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 boom. Yeah. and yeah. kyle kirkwood same way yeah. you know they, yeah. they yeah. um and and I don't take anything away from those guys. By the way, I wish I was in that situation. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, uh, but uh, and they're also hugely passionate, just like I was about achieving what they needed to achieve. So Brian didn't have a lot of great advice other than you know wish you luck and you know he had a few pointers. Don't I ever call my parents again. The the best thing that uh, yeah <laughs> yeah you call uh, the best thing that um, I came across at that desperate point where it was like okay I need two hundred fifty grand two things I had an angel sponsor. This was a a wealthier guy that was racing at Skip Barber at the time. Yeah.
0: You knew you needed to find this or you found this?
2: Um, I knew I needed money. Right. And and I had met him and we had kind of become friends in that Skip Barber world. He was an architect from Las Vegas, a guy named Bill Snyder.
0: So at this point you were doing the little... Club regional skip barber race I'm doing the club stuff I'm fast in right. the in the club so stuff. He's guy. like, You're good yeah. and I'm like, right.
2: Hey, could you sponsor me? And he's right. like, Yeah, I'll okay. give you fifty grand. Okay, and the, so and I guess this
1: s- isn't uncommon in those programs where some of the older guys see yeah. someone young and like, Oh, this kid's actually yeah, this got, kid's got, really got the really talent. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I could okay. probably help him and right. a big part of that also has to be like what we talk about a lot is being a likable person. Yeah. Because you could be the fastest kid out there, but if you're dead to the older dudes. Right.
0: You're not getting that. You're not getting that check.
2: Yeah. I may have even been in my original racing school with Bill. Yeah, you know where we started the same oh, time. And all of a sudden, right, I, right, know, right. Like, boom! Yeah. I'm and on it. And
0: then he sees you show up with a dozen high school kids. He's like, yeah. "This and kid's, kid's hustling. trying. Yeah, He's yeah, hustling. Yeah, 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 yeah for and, sure."
2: Okay. And one of the things I'm really proud of is Bill and I are still really good That's friends to awesome. this day. You cool know, thing. he comes to Indy every year yeah, and, and all of that. And I have a suspicion we could probably say
0: this about almost anybody that you cross paths with.
2: I would hope so. It would, and 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 I would. I don't. I can't think of somebody I've done a deal with. I've had issues with companies and corporations sure, where sure, sure. you but know like management these, changes. these, these early kind of guys. No, deals, no, one yeah, hundred. Yeah. I, I would. I would. I'd be mortified yeah. if anybody I mean, had an. Un- <laughs> yeah, Swedler, <laughs> I mean, Swedler can't stand you. Swedler, you got real pissed <laughs> but, when I mentioned your <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, did yeah, you guys but, interview? him? No, not yet. Well, oh. I reached out to him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh okay. You should. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Fascinating story. But anyway, so
0: so you do find your sort of angel. Yeah, so, I get, so I, I,
2: I get that guy. What was his name? Um, Bill Snyder, Bill Snyder. Bill Peyton Snyder. Snyder Architects out okay. of Las Vegas, and um, and so, but I need to raise money. So the best thing that I came across was a book um, called Sponsorship, <laughs> and the world Ford of dummies. <laughs> Brilliant! Like, oh my God, there's a yellow book. yellow and black. Was cover. this like a Carol Smith kind of book? Or? This is this is from a guy named Guy Edwards. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you know yeah. who Guy Edwards yeah, is, sure. raised Formula 5000. Yeah. I dabbled a little bit in Formula yeah. 1. It's Carl's yeah. dad. <laughs> it's, <So, laughs> it's Carl Edwards' dad. Yeah, exactly. Guy Edwards. I, yeah. I, I recently um, wanted to buy a copy for my son. I, I and I, It was like on eBay. someone was selling one for like $700 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good-sized coffee yeah. table book. That's how you yeah. get the sponsorship. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It tells his story about how he raised money. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, effectively, he he, he paints the thousand-foot view, uh, which I described, which is that sponsorship in auto racing is some business-to-business deal. Mm-hmm. You know, most times mm-hmm. that's right. celebrated on the race car. know in, right. so, right. in the and he probably wrote this in the eighties. Uh yes. Right. Uh was it in the eighties? Either eighties or early nineties. It's yeah. crazy how we talk about how different it is and yet no. <laughs> you <laughs> you know. still have it's to be able the able to same provide goddamn prince. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, if you yeah, if yeah. you wonder why, you know, uh Penn's oil's on Team Penske's cars, yeah, you know. It's not the T V R O You, you get it Yeah, yeah. It, it, it it it's substantiated, <laughs> it's it's defended by that, yeah. but there's a whole lot more business to business that's yeah. taking yeah. place. I got you. Anyway, um, uh, anyways, I read Calm this book, up. and mm-hmm. Guy Edwards, uh, a, a, the bulk of his deals were magazine deals where he convinced a magazine, I think it was Newsweek at the time, to give him what's in the industry called remnant advertising. Yep. Right. Yep. So yep. this is when magazines don't sell pages right. mm-hmm. in we're, their run. You get our
0: real estate. Yeah. yeah. We're
2: trading real estate for real estate. Yeah. You give us space on your race car, yeah. and we give you space in our magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So lacking any better idea, I thought, well, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. So I start cold calling magazines, um, and somewhere in my garage, I have on old eight and a half by eleven legal pad paper. Before I had a computer, I have my sheets from all of my cold calls. That's and, awesome. Of like and, the yeah. notes and the yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's PC World, uh, Men's Health, uh, GQ, right. uh, Maxim. You know. Anything that I thought, you know, was fit with racing. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. right, All New York-based, Playboy. Yeah. Um, and um, and it's fun to go back and look at those because it's, you know, Monday, left a message with the secretary. Tuesday, left a message. Right, yeah. but you have off. these saying like,
0: her name is Shelly. Right. You call and her back tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. 100%. And, yeah.
2: and then, you know, like the eighth or ninth phone call, talk to the associate's publisher. Yeah. Um, he said, not interested, and hung up on me. You know, yeah, And right, that's pretty right. much... That summarizes all of that archive. Right. Is, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm not even asking for money. I'm just asking for space. <laughs> Can I just, right. Yeah, right, right. right yeah. Let me sell this. <clears throat> so I'm making these phone calls and uh, um, so I call Playboy. And at the time, Playboy magazine's subscriber base was falling quite rapidly. Right. So I get uh I get this guy on the phone who uh he was the associate publisher, was like the second in command. And their numbers are falling because of magazines like Maxim and FHM. And, right, and, and you can sell those anywhere. Yeah, it's sort of like not crime. nudity, but yeah. like you know, same interest. N- yeah, you know, yeah. It's like Danica in a swimsuit, but not right. You know, and they're more PR friendly, friendly to it. sell at a Seven Eleven. Right. Yeah. So, um, so so Playboy. So this guy says, "Listen," um, uh, he goes, "I I don't I don't know who the hell you are," um, and I don't. I don't, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. You know, it's just start like, yeah, We're off to a good you start. Know, okay, and yeah, and, I, know. and I, I thought it was going to end with him, but if you ever call me again, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, but, yeah. But, I just talked to Mrs. Herda and yeah. he says, and there's always a, but right in these, right. in mm-hmm. these very in the ones transformative well. conversations in my business life, there's always this, this thread of a pinky hanging to the rock on the cliff where it's like, but, and I'm like, okay. He says, if you brought us an advertiser that is not current and we would consider a conversation.
0: So prove to me this you're is worth so, my so, time. So I'll this was
2: this like time. the Jim Carrey, like the, you know, so sort of one in a million. So you're saying there's a chance. It's like, <laughs> right, right. wait a you second. You saw a light bulb <laughs> <hole, laughs> you're like, <Yeah. gasps> he thinks he's
0: turning you <laughs> he's off. He's like, no, no, right. I said. I said you're yeah. wasting your time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hear me, kid. And I'm like, right. so what does non-current he mean? He said, he said, well, anybody that hasn't advertised with us in the last year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I said, okay. Um, I said, would you be willing to send me a list of who's current so I don't waste your time? Right. And you, I, this like, this is pretty email.
0: Like, he's like, I'm not going to write you a goddamn letter. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So he goes, yeah, I'll, I'll see if my assistant can do that. And I said, okay, just one other thing. Could I get a letter from you? that just acknowledges because I'm already thinking forward to me talking to some company like how do we know you have a deal with Playboy
0: right right because you who isn't a con man (laughs) uh, (laughs) wants to go to everybody and say you got a deal with Playboy so um,
2: (laughs) uh, he says yes to those two things so I end up getting a list and he follows through Uh, well a secretary follows through and I probably called her 19 times to make sure I get that but I have a letter with the Playboy bunny on it from the desk of Irv Kornblau um, I'm so happy that actually is his name. And it basically says to whom it may concern, you know, He's we real. are we are <laughs> <laughs> Casually speaking, with this guy that called me about a maybe <laughs> that we would yeah. be willing to explore, in you know, Barber Dodge right. with a bunch of qualifiers, <laughs> uh-huh. and and anyway, so I've got that right. Yeah, yeah. So um, and that felt like such a huge win. And yeah. none
0: of this is like a four day process. This sounds like this is months, weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of
2: hammering and calls. And you're doing this with forty other people. By the amazing. way, I got yeah. three other jobs. I still work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like trying to figure out how to yeah. do this in my spare Sheriff's time. Department's not going to pay for itself.
1: And and this is. Pre Barber Dodge Pro, right? Like, oh yeah. You, yeah, yeah, So you still don't know if you're really that good.
2: No. Yeah, no. you think
1: you, you think. I you mean, know, I, I'm, You still haven't had to go like head to head with like Casey Mears or somebody like that to so, like go, oh, okay, that guy's it, good. I'm good. It's you it, know? Uh,
2: true. Uh, although there was, you know, back then the Skip Barber School series had some yeah. young, you know, like Mamo Rojas. I remember Shane Donnelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jamie Meninga, Alex Gurney. You know, we were all mm-hmm. we all kind of did a little bit of the local school deal. Yeah. yeah, not the Barber Dodge. But what. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had next to no confidence when I showed up for racing school. Yeah. But when I started doing those regional races, and all of a sudden, the kids that were in their third or fourth season yeah. that were racing all the time, and I was yeah right there— i was like okay yeah i might have some i so. i might actually be able to pull this off yeah, like yeah, i was yeah. actually so, kind of psyched
0: and that gives you that extra flame and now got i've real. got the yeah, burn to yeah, make yeah. the phone calls yeah, yeah, yeah. and really pursue it right. passionately okay
2: um what i didn't have was any <laughs> idea what i was doing right <laughs> <laughs> i was so over my head yeah every
0: yeah every
2: single time i got in the car did you know that I didn't until my very last of the five race weekends. Yeah. On the last weekend, they had something called the data car.
1: Okay, yeah, oh, and yeah, it was okay. the
2: one race car that was equipped with very primitive data acquisition. Yeah, like a pie system, right? And it's it was a... a it was a extra charge. It was like a thousand dollars to do a yeah, session. Yeah. So right. so all. All four race weekends, I you know the rich kids were in the data car and they were always telling. I'm like, I don't really have the money, you yeah. know. And I'm thinking, what could I learn anyways? <laughs> Data's stupid. <laughs> and and so I do the data car. I have the money. I do the yeah. data car in the final weekend, and I'll never forget the guy puts the memory stick or whatever the the medium was back then into the laptop, and it, and it pulls up the first screen, and the instructor just starts laughing, and he's like, I'm like, what are you laughing at? I was like, you know, super embarrassed, like, like, dude. Like, what are you, yeah. 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 He's like you are so sideways in every <laughs> corner. He's like, do you always drive like that? I'm like, well, uh, that's just how I drive. Yeah. And he, so he's showing me and they, they didn't have a steering trace. They had like this little like Pac-Man animation that showed a <laughs> steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so like yeah, in yeah. every single corner, yeah. I've got like 30 degrees of counter steer Yeah. Right. Right. He's like, dude, you are blowing it <laughs> in every corner. I'm like, like what he goes, well, that's not fast. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking. So all of a sudden, chips and Dukes of Hazard, like, like my say, whole upbringing, right? Yeah, you're is like, lie. this is bullshit. Yeah, Hasselhoff. And outside of the Indy 500, the only race I'd ever been to is like World of Outlaws. Yeah, right. It when it's sideways like everywhere. 45 yeah. degrees, yeah, yeah, you're slip. like, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. So, yeah. uh, anyways, I get out the next session and tighten it way up, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. way less slip angle, and all of a sudden, of course, I'm at like half a second faster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I come in and I'm like, oh my god, I had no like. This is so much easier. Yeah. Oh, for like sure. It wasn't hard for me at all. Yeah. And you know what? I won the final race of that season. Uh, I finished fourth in the championship, but I beat all the fast guys at the end yeah. in the final race. And um, and so I'm like on my way, at least talent wise. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this, yeah, but I'm yeah. in a big hurry. I'm 21. I'm like, shit, I got to get the process. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, yeah. all this. So um, anyways, get the Playboy deal. And now I got to go sell a company. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't have any, I don't know any companies. <laughs> um,
0: what yeah. does Playboy get out of it other than just like maybe they have somebody else to sell their real estate? I'm like, bring a new
2: advertiser to okay. them. Yeah, yeah. It's like they like found money. They're not asking you yeah. for space. Oh, by the on way, they're not giving
0: anything. me the space. They're going no, to give I me a that. discount. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, still yeah, getting yeah. revenue. Yeah. I learned that real fast, too. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Wait. Yeah. There is no exchange for real estate or anything like that with Playboy. Their benefit is that they are getting people they otherwise couldn't sell. I'm
2: going to buy low and sell high. Right. So you're going
0: to sell X company for Y amount of money. Right. And they're going to charge you Z amount of money. and Correct. That, that, Delta that Delta is, Delta is my sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: Exactly. You're a quick learner. Yeah. You got I, this. It's kid. almost like hey, I work in. Feel like I, I, I might be able to stig- shape stig- you stig- into stig- a. Stig- stig- <laughs> One day. <showing>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I hit forty six. Cut to a montage. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I don't know any companies. So somebody says, "Well, you know where you got to go." Uh, and, and internet <laughs> the internet is just coming out at yeah. this time. We got a page on Prodigy and yeah. um, uh, Mind Springs really high. And right someone now. says, "You know what you ought to do? Uh, you ought to go to Vegas." I'm like, "Really?" They're like, <laughs> "That's a great yeah. place to make yeah. money." I'm yeah. like, "They're, they're like, there's movies? a lot of trade shows there in Vegas," and I'm like, "Oh, interesting. had not thought about that." So, um, off I went to Vegas with uh, just business cards. Um, drove my Toyota Tacoma. Uh, single cab, two-wheel drive. Um, he's working it. I'm, I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you. Bleep that, Sean. Kid's got it. Yeah. Awesome vehicle. <laughs> yeah. And I drive my Tacoma to... Did it have uh, the light bar over the top? Did not have a light. Two-wheel drive. Oh, okay. And we're talking Sorry, like, so. yeah, yeah, like... Right. You're the on. guy that cleans your yeah, pool, say, Ryan? Yeah, my pool.
1: As I sit next to yours. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a hot tub in the middle of it? So That's the real question. Is that actually, a hot tub in the yeah, middle of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I can turn it on from my phone, it's really cool. God damn this place. <laughs> um, <on. laughs> so uh no. I drive to Vegas, I stay in Prim, is that halfway? State yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. State line yeah. prim. Uh no. Yeah, whatever, state line. Yeah. Right there. It's three hours from here. Twenty nine dollars a night for a room. I commute back and forth to Vegas. That's
0: a and, uplifting uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Um, you're and you're like, like, this start- is all going to be worth it's it one just day. Darkness.
2: <laughs> I just hit. Uh, I hit. I hit as many trade shows as I could. I'm just walking from booth to booth because yeah. I knew. Again, going back to learning a lesson quickly, I'd probably made a few cold calls to companies, and I realized that was a zero sum game. Mm-hmm. And I knew that if I went to when I went to my first convention, which was probably SEMA, and then I went to Comdex, and then I went to CES. Um, Comdex doesn't exist anymore, but yeah. that was a massive one like back then. That was like thing. the computer industry yeah, right, trade right, right, show, right. and so IBM just sight and Sight
0: unseen, just walking in cold, to all just those Walk
2: walking cold, and all For I was barber dodge. Yeah, and I'm selling Playboy. I'm selling racing and Playboy. Yeah, um, but I knew right away that if I made a hundred phone calls, cold calls. I might make one conversation happen. Right. If I sent 100 emails, I might make half a, you know, it yeah. probably wouldn't get any response. Right. If I went to a trade show and I cold called 100 booths, I would have 100 conversations. Right, right. Yeah. Because where, yeah. where do you go you to a trade show away. and yeah, walk yeah. up to somebody yeah. and they say, sorry, well, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, you can't escape yeah. that. You can't escape that. And, and so yeah. I love the efficiency of that, mm-hmm. and yeah. I love the, the, the productivity of that.
0: Um, Can you claim you're
2: shy? I am, yeah.
1: I do am. Yeah, no, you're not. not. Because shy people just don't walk would, up. yeah. They just wouldn't <laughs> want it know? enough. Like I, mean, I this, like, <laughs> like I mean I understand it's necessity that's driving this,
0: but it's still like like at a certain point like it not here's, it. here's, it's not worth it. You're not jittery here's, and like we can't share like of I'm not I gonna am. be good at this. Of yeah. course I am. Really? I have
2: every self doubt imaginable. Okay. But I had racing. There's yeah, you not have a reason to do that. There be is there. nothing yeah. else other than other than starvation that would ever get me to do that. Right. Ever. Because it's that scary and humbling, you know, yeah. embarrassing and, right. you know. But, like,
0: uh, telemarketing for the sheriff's office, you can deal with a hang-up because you're never going to see that person. They don't know who you are. True. But you look at a person in a booth and you know like and they're looking right what through you're you. trying to sell. Yeah. Them. And I'm like, selling I something I, I care can, about, too. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's so like, with passionate. my real name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll refer yeah. to myself. Dwight s- Brody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll call myself shy in this, in this specific projection, but... Like let's say if I really have the same desire for whatever it is that I'm going want to do, my turnoff might not be a lack of enthusiasm to go after my career. It's just knowing that I'm going to be bad at it Mm -hmm. because my shyness will overcome that actual skill, and that that's kind of the crux of why I I keep calling out the shy thing because like if you are truly shy, you know you're just going to be bad. Bad at what at at the sell at the pitch, yeah, at the pitch, yeah. like you're like but, no one's going to buy from a non-confident person,
2: but I've never had anything in my life that that gnawed at me the way racing did, sure, which was like I have to do this, yeah, I just yeah. have to do this, and I think I can do it, and I right. believe in it, yeah. and um and once you start trying and failing at selling, it doesn't hurt as bad, yeah. you kind of build an immunity to it. And you also get a little pissed off and you don't, you want to improve your chances. <laughs> yeah, you want to right. go from 0% yeah. to zero point, you know. Yeah. And so um, anyways, for what it's worth, um, I just, I just went for it and was determined. And um, so I ended up selling, actually what happened was um, I had a tech company, Hughes Network Systems. They were owned by General Motors, TV Dishes. They were uh, had a new product called um, Direct. PC. This was high speed internet with yep. your satellite dish. Okay. So for rural places, that yeah. Yeah, you can have get like 44K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so direct TV dish, but doing yeah. broadband. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's funny how I, I'm terrible at remembering names, but I remember every single one of these names. Yeah, because these guys were, were drilled the in your head game you know, changers in my life. life. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, whether it was Irv yeah. Kornblau or this guy was <laughs> this guy <laughs> was Hughes. Fritz Stolzenbach. Yeah, he was the director of marketing. Great. These guy. are also
0: easy names to remember. They're pretty awesome. names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. They're Dwight Brody. Yeah. So Fritz Stolzenbach
2: <laughs> was the director of marketing. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, you know, met him at his booth um, and. And I also had a curiosity, like, tell me about your product. Yeah, and what sure, you, you know. Yeah. So he's kind of pitching me before he realized. Yeah, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Him. And so I explained who I am, what I'm looking for, and that I've got a partnership, right? <laughs> this is a bit of a. Yeah, you're an executive now at Playboy. bit, yeah. <laughs> bit of a leap, right? Sort of like the internship at Skip yeah. Barber that we just created. Yeah. I have a partnership <laughs> right. um, with Playboy, and here's how it works. And, uh, and so I'll never forget, he started off by saying, well, um, I hate to break it to you. And of course you're just like, Oh Yeah He goes, um, we could never advertise in Playboy. And I'm like, Oh <clears> yeah, well I, I, I kind of understand mm-hmm. but That's said, how you know it's the nineties
0: is Playboy it was yeah, too yeah, raunchy. Yeah, Ooh, yeah guys, that's you know, that's way too he raunchy. Said, for uh, us. He
2: said, you know, we're owned by General Motors and, and, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. just I you know, we just don't advertise in any yeah. kind of mm-hmm. adult magazines like that. Yeah. But we're getting ready to do a major print advertising campaign. What if I told you the magazines that I'm interested in? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to do all of them, and you go have a conversation with them and find out if anybody will be interested in your racing deal. Right. And then come back to me, and we can huddle, and and I'll consider it.
0: So you get me a better deal or get than me, I can get on my own. You or just, you do the work.
2: You for do the work. For me. Me. You do the work. Go yeah. yeah. find out where yeah. you can squeeze extra juice yeah. out of the out of the lemon or the orange. Right. Yeah. Um, so in other words,
0: I could hire like in the advertising and marketing world for people who don't necessarily work in that world, there is a whole business set called ad buyers and ad planning, yeah. which is a whole other business beyond being a marketer.
2: And yourself. by the way, these people had an ad agency and a marketing department. Yeah. Right, all of right, that, right, right, right. But this guy, <clears throat> but luckily do, Fritz realized, right. Hey, young hustler, I like what he's trying he's to do. Trying. And yeah. if he's successful, I'll actually getting more for my dollar than right. what I do. than through my ad wire. buyer and ad planner. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the basic, the basic lanes I had to stay in were that, um, uh, I had to. They, they were not going to rob Peter to pay Paul. They weren't going to overpay yeah. for something. Yeah. So yeah. they had to pay the GM rate. Right. And um, so you had to get underneath that. And I had to get underneath for that. For you. Yes. Right. And so, but <clears throat> I left there after the 100 people that I met with and all of that, with that one maybe. And now I'm back on the phone to all the, you know, Mike Fox Foxtrots that hadn't picked up my phone. Yeah, right. And I'm calling now with a buyer right right so
0: much in the same king. way you said you were working for play by now you are working for hughes now i'm yeah. working for i have a partnership yeah. with hughes yeah right yeah, you're an right. executive right. At hughes yeah. Nice. yeah yeah yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and now <laughs> but you're not a con guy
2: and that's a totally different phone call <laughs> right right and and cash is king yeah, yeah and absolutely. all of a sudden you're on the other side of the transaction and everybody's right. willing to talk right because right. yeah. now you're yeah. the
1: guy with the pocket yeah look yeah. i've got yeah. a guy that wants to buy some stuff yeah yeah
2: so that's how i got my start and and so i if you go back and look at townsend bell's two Barber Dodge Pro Series seasons Um, I only had enough money to run nine of twelve races in 1998 did you get a data car I had data in every car I had everybody else's data which Ah. was huge the best thing about the Barber Dodge Pro Series is that you had access to all 28 drivers data it was a Raynard carbon tub car brand new that season Yeah. yeah And now my learning went from you know, you know, way over my head to being over my head, but with lots of now information you can look it you to it all to, to right, 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 together. Right, really right. myself out. Yeah. And so uh, for the you know, it, that was the start of actually learning how to drive, how to actually be a driver. Yeah. And then you had to learn how to race. Right. <laughs> then you had to learn how to win. <laughs> At the barber um, Dodge. like I've been on the phone all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So I did uh, partial season '98 and then '99. I finished third in the championship. And this uh, is
0: literally all paid for by whatever margin you were making on doing ad sales for magazines correct and, and, and ed was it ed snyder
2: uh bill bill snyder yeah snyder. and bill's yeah. first and only uh angel money that very first year in 98 so 99 100 percent. business deals not just uh to cover the costs i had to make a living Oh, you're so pro racer now. I was a pro racer, effectively, because I had to stop my other part-time jobs, and maybe I kept one of them. <laughs> and now I had to make a profit. Yeah. I either through prize money or just so by having a So pay for your racing and pay for your rent. Correct. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Um, so you're living wealthy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I went to an extended cab, two-wheel drive, Tacoma. Oh, <laughs> boy. Um, yeah. You know. Long yeah. before the Tundra, I had. <laughs> All true, by the way. So um, that's, uh, that's kind of how I got going. Um, and then... A great thing happened. I Well, I got to Indy Lights, yeah. um, which now was half a million I needed. It was about a million-dollar run the season. But I had a, a, a team owner, Bob Doricott, who was incredible, um, who subsidized, you know, the some the, the of the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finished second and almost won. Uh, yeah. uh, to, Scott to Scott Dixon? To Scott Dixon. To, like, yeah, the yeah. greatest IndyCar guy all of all time. But, yeah. yeah. He's a thing. Um, like, yeah. Went down to the uh, went down to the last race of the season, and and at this point I am still drinking through a fire hose of learning. Like I am so over my head out in front of my skis, whatever it is, um, and uh, and ragged, um, and then second season Indy Lights. Now I'm. I've got the best engineer with a team, 100% behind me, right. and we we kick with ass with yeah, Dorka. Yeah, and we just totally front up the. Score. And this is
0: all funded through that same basic process because, like, Directv was the the, yeah, the I sponsor on the side years. of that car. Yeah. Right now, here's
2: a really weird thing that happened. Okay, so um, everything was kind of hand to mouth mm-hmm. until my second season of Indie Lights, and now this sponsorship machine is starting to work. And, and it's still related to Hughes. It's still it's still related to Hughes. Yeah. So um, I've I've the sponsorships getting bigger and bigger, but my costs are going down at a rapid rate to almost zero. Oh, because you're doing I'm well, winning exactly. Uh, and yeah, my I team gotcha. owner is like, "Listen, I don't care if you have sponsorship. I, I want, want you, you for I, you. We're going right. to win the championship." Yeah. It's between him and Bruce McCall had a team called PacWest. West. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. and they're willing not to hire me right. for the second season. Yeah. And oh, Bob so he-
0: wants to me. So you managed to make some competition for you.
2: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say that I'm the, I'm the highest paid Indy Lights driver in history. Because yeah. all of a sudden, my sponsorship now is in seven pocket. figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my costs are near zero. Yeah.
0: So Doricott, to keep you in the car and go out and beat Bruce McCaw. Yes. He willing to basically subsidize most of your racing. Correct. And that sponsorship money that he's allowing on his car yeah. is going into your pocket. Correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad deal. Yeah. yeah. Which felt criminal at the time. <laughs> like I was, I kept thinking, yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. is this allowed? Yeah. Right. right. right, Did I Because right. right. all of a sudden, you yeah. know. You're well, because
0: you were so used to conning people <laughs> at this yeah. point. So I get it. Yeah. Well, but I never had any money. Yeah, right. Like right. I never, yeah, right. I never, right. no, I get that. I yeah. didn't have a
2: dime. Yeah, and yeah. and so all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I, I don't even know what to do with this yeah, money. The, what the, am I supposed to do?
1: The rumors, you were making more money than half the IndyCar field at the time.
2: There's, there's a, probably a good chance. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, so then I go to IndyCar.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if there's a clear because like we we can't make a four hour how I got one sponsorship kind of show, but um, how does the <laughs> sounds Hughes, like we're well on yeah, our way? I know, yeah. I know. But how does the Hughes thing grow? Because like I understand you can pay for you know getting to the numbers that you need for Barber Dodge yeah. based on a, a margin and ad sales, but like mm-hmm. well, getting so, to Indie Lights kind of numbers, that's a big growth. So were they investing more into you because there were other programs? Or they only gave
2: me a small piece of their budget the first sure. year, and then I did good things for them. We yeah. got a little more of their budget and then okay. I like, was oh, really good. Well, let's do more. You're and then right. I'm winning and it's all, now it's all, now you're in the you. whipped cream st- phase yep. of sponsorship, yep. which is like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's B2B and we're winning in our yeah. names I all over. You. Yeah. You know, okay. Okay. And look at him. He's on ESPN. If you weren't winning, you wouldn't have been able to keep that money though, right? No. Yeah. no. So big part of it. Yeah. Which is also a blessing. There's, there's something about having to perform that, that is essential to learning to, be good at this which yeah. is like you gotta do it now yeah if
0: you couldn't win yeah this wouldn't be a thing yeah stay tuned for more Townsend Bell
3: I'm
0: finished long days long and
3: nice you feel now I don't even know Thank The dirt. Say it again, man, and that's a reverse. Uh, uh, never, never rehearse. Jump in at first. Call up the nurse with the beat in her. Uh. Uh. This is absurd. take a preserve, Don't get on the tracks, man, and they better swerve. Don't got a nerve, man. I never curse. Just casting these spells when I'm spelling these words. That's real. That's too real. I've been Roosevelt, I need a new deal. Still trying still. to figure out what I should do still. Too really still. never waited here. Too still. too still. I don't even know what I should say at all. Should I jump on it? Should I get involved? Get involved. God. guys around me, they love to talk. God's sake, it all with a grain of salt. And This one that I'm doing, they never see through it. And all of this rap that I see that they ruin. I came in the game and came in, I'm trying to undo it. And still, they all say they don't know if they're stupid. I gotta see through it, man. Won't be deluded with all these illusions. I know it's disputed. I gotta keep growing, they see what my root is. I tell you, i run this, I'm done with excuses. Give me for a minute, trying to get what I've been giving out. Do it for the tickets out. Listen to the critics, I'ma push them to the limit. And these rappers getting timid, I've been balling like a pivot down. Step into the scrimmage, I just playing when I'm in it. Trying to run it so the I know that I've been trippin' when I make him see the vision Man, I put him in a prison with these bars that I've been spitting, And this life that I've been living, I'ma go, I'm on a mission Take two for the trap job, plottin' on the bar
0: While we throwing the parties, they throwing the fit. Girl the fit. Finesse and can spot me a sucker a lot of you really is holding the lick. All of my homies legit, really is sick. I
3: probably throw all my clip. I sell a boat to a fish. I sell a regular, you know it's a hit. They see the effort I put in this music and I ain't been giving no favors at all. All of this chef and I got in the shop and I think that I probably could cater them all. I love the way that she answered the phone and I know that she ain't expect me to call. I ain't got my eyes on you. I think they gon' need a minute shot, and got them people back up in their feelings. Yeah. When they told me I was finished the of the inning Not yeah. the doctor building Yeah, no ventricle offended Even Nike you witness We the next to kill Show him the king how they living Bitches so good but not looking for business like They be stepping in from the back door If they see you independent Then they pop jokes That fear to the blues boy James Burke Side stepping on the shades, See the footwork I'm trying to be about this fitness But so they want me in the kitchen With the bacon so the whipping The thought of so offensive Cause my guy they gave his body Just to pull me out the trenches Hold up, hold up Wait, if I never see him million-dollar recognition but i see the finish look like the greatest when they losing gotta keep on shooting even when you're missing yeah. yeah now focus on the past while living for the day was never recommended repping b-a tony bennett his kingdom can never be bought cause it's giving it a Yeah.